And we're back, and we're back. Welcome back, folks, to yet another episode of Snooze and Booze. This is going to be episode 79, so we're getting up there in uh, getting up there in age, you know. Our golden years are coming, coming to an end. Uh, this is going to be a cool, special episode. I've been wanting to do this for a while. We did, uh, it's kind of like a makeshift director's commentary. It's a viewer's commentary, really, what it is. But we're going to watch a movie, uh, a Kevin Smith film, a Zack and Mira make a porno, and we're going to pretty much just... Have the podcast while it's playing, while we're watching it, commenting on certain scenes. It's a great, great, it's a great film, and we were deciding between Kevin Smith and Quentin Tarantino because they are the most rewatchable, in my opinion, of directors. And uh, and we got Loaf back finally. You know, three episodes later, he's back from his vacation. And we're going to talk about that a little bit. And I'm nursing a hangover, recovering from a epic bachelor party last night. Uh, congratulations, Doc Kennedy. I know you're a loyal listener. We've had we've had him on the podcast many times. So. Um, yeah, so I'll probably talk about that a little bit too. But yeah, you're in for a real treat. This this was a good episode to record. Uh, really, really enjoyed uh, what, this one. I hope to do more of these. Uh, it's kind of like the same thing with the UFC uh, two two hundred two that we had recently, where we're playing the the role of commentating. This is gonna be the same thing, and I uh, hope to rewatch a lot of these movies and talk about the podcast. All right, guys. Without any further ado, this is episode seventy nine of the Snooze and Booze podcast. Loaf, Yo. welcome back. Welcome back, man. We missed you. Oh, man. We've been about three, three, three episodes, episodes, yeah, I think, give or take. Well, I mean, technically, it was like, uh, we know we record with Elliot, and that was about one episode. Uh, oh, we just okay. ended up, it was almost three, you know, you know how it goes when you hanging out, talking, drinking. And yeah, then, just yeah, the same old Exactly. Yeah, shake it, shake it. And then we had the band on last week, and that mm. was, uh, they were pretty cool. They're uh, they're young guys, too, so, mm-hmm. so it was inter- it's always interesting to me to, like, what today's youth of America or the youth of the nation, like, thinks about whatever, you know, their take on it, on everything, you know? Uh, maybe to a certain degree. Well, no, everyone's annoying as shit when they're young, but, oh. I mean, it's just cool, it's, I just like the whole, uh, um, the, the perspective, like, I, I remember thinking that way when I was young, you know, that oh, okay, kind of gotcha. and I like it, and I like to hear that stuff. Oh, those whippersnappers, man. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, before we watched the movie, how was the, uh, your Chicago trip? Oh, man, it was awesome, man, uh, I was all over the place, like, just walking, like, just Catching Pokemon, right? Uh, actually, no. I, just, I got rid of the ad, man. Yeah, I know. Me too. I'm not really much of a gamer, to be honest. You know, it did last a couple of weeks, but then it's just kind of they're just collecting digital dust on my phone. Uh-huh. Yeah, taking a space, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Besides, like, when I was out and about, I wanted to have, like, as much battery life as I could. Yeah, yeah. Because once I was gone, I never came back until, like, later, later that night, you know? Um, you mean like, the street? Yeah. Yeah. So you just go out and just explore pretty much? Pretty much, yeah. Different bars, different... Bars, yeah. Went to a couple of museums, uh, Cotter County Crow Show. Yeah, I saw that, man. I saw that on your feed. That's pretty badass. Um, for a good long time, one of your favorite bands, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, you know, like in high school. Yeah, yeah. So, There's absolutely... They absolutely have... Um, that's a distinctive... If I hear a County Crow song, oh, that takes me back to middle school, high school. Yeah, right? definitely, you know? definitely. Yeah, definitely. They have that feel. How were they... Oh, they were good, man. Yeah, it was cool to see them. You know, were they like they uh, headlining or opening oh. up for someone? Excuse me. It was um, just them and uh, Rob Thomas from Max yeah, Box Twenty. Yeah, if you guys remember? Oh, his, his was a pretty good show too. You know. Yeah. Played a couple of uh, Matchbox Twenty songs, and but um, it was interesting because uh, that's probably maybe the second show that I ever went to where it was just like a strictly older crowd. You know. Yeah. Like, I didn't really see any like you know peers or any young people or anything. Uh. Which was, it was cool though, you know. Yeah, that happened to me at the uh, Van Halen concert I went to a few oh, months nice, back. Nice. And it was like, oh, for 100%, I'm the youngest one there. <laughs> and I look old as shit, older than I am. So, like, what if, I, if I'm like, oh shit, these guys are really old, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. it, it was that kind of thing. You can kind of tell, yeah. Yeah, um, whatchamacallit, uh, 
uh, I want to say congratulations to Doc Kennedy. We had his bachelor party last night. Um, <laughs> all right, yeah, take that. <laughs> you want to put it in here? This we're doing a portable, um, we have a portable, we're, we're recording this out of my house because we're doing the DVD today, and uh, we have like the portable sound mixer thing, oh, yeah. the app, pretty much just the glorified app on your phone, right? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, man, dude, it was pretty epic, pretty like some Vegas, like uh, something you'd see out of a movie, debauchery. Nice, nice. Uh, yeah, like, I don't know, man, some pretty wild shit. Strippers go, dude, they pretty much do anything nowadays, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we had a party bus and... It was pretty fun. It was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. And uh, I, I'm barely, maybe like half hour, barely started feeling better. You know? <laughs> nice. Yeah. I've been drinking a long time, so when I get a hangover, that means it's something. Yeah, it says something. Yeah, I get you. Man. Uh, yeah, we're uh, walking out at strip clubs. Okay, so first, I, I, I got to say thank you to my boy Quadra, because they wanted to charge me like $600 for lap dances. I didn't know I was getting. It was one of those things. Oh, man. Uh, where, like, I was drunk. I didn't even know they were strippers I was talking to. <laughs> oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, the yeah, fuck? Yeah. <laughs> they let her know her, and I'm pretty fucked up. Quadra's like, man, fuck no, let's go. Uh, ended up, like, le- uh, leaving my ID, because I'm just going to order a new one. Fuck it, you know? Oh, we, we just bounced the whole thing, you know? Yeah. It was pretty funny. It was pretty funny. But, like, 600 First of all, I'm, I'm partying on a budget, too. Like, I had set some money aside to pay for, like, the chip in for the party bus oh, and all yeah, that yeah, stuff. But for the most part, we're, we're partying on a budget. The, oh, I showed you a picture of all the alcohol. Yeah, yeah. the pregame. We were pregaming it, man. And it was... Bottles we, nobody even wanted to leave anymore. Like, we were having so much fun at the house, just chilling over there, that nobody, like, do we have to get on the party bus? But then, <laughs> but then it was pretty fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah. Oh, nice. Um, nice. I don't know. There's only so much I can say. <laughs> no, I get you. I get you. Hey, man. <laughs> Without getting everybody else in trouble, including myself, you know, but... Uh, but let's just say, like, um, it was like six of us Marines, and and, and the other half were his uh, regular homies, you know. Oh, okay. And then, uh, yeah, it, it was it was pretty it was pretty good times. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'll pause it and tell you the rest of it. Oh no, shit! Man. Yeah, yeah, okay. Anybody there? Yeah, so goddamn. Yeah, email, uh, text me, uh, message me, uh, any fans, and I'll tell you what's up, what you just missed out on. Yeah, slide into those DMs, guys, because there was plenty of sliding in last night. That's all I gotta say. Uh, all right. So, what do you think of this idea, man? Like, uh, dr- like the director's commentary, viewers' commentary, really? But. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. You know, um, just like listening to uh, different like commentaries, like on movies and shows. Like, uh, I really like uh, listening to the commentary on the Simpsons DVDs. Oh, huh. One hundred percent. Super interesting. That yeah. was actually my original podcasting before podcasting was that mm-hmm. in the morning before school or work i would have on only the audio inputted in some tv uh and not not even view the movie or whatever mm-hmm. and just listen to kevin smith or quentin Turner talk about their films and hear them having those conversations oh before yeah, podcasting yeah. was a thing you know that's what i'd do just like oh this is interesting you know yeah 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 yeah, yeah so, that, so this is kind of like a in a way full a full circle you know doing something like that you know, on an actual podcast you know? yeah yeah definitely definitely all right well let's that get this let's get this movie started um if you're just joining us, uh, no, if you want to sync it up, excuse me, with the with the film, the podcast, if you want to do that, uh, it's going to be right at the where it has the Weinstein Company logo, uh, formerly of Miramax. Mm. The, the, well, I mean, Miramax is around, but they were they used to, you know, Harvey and, Harvey mm. and uh, what's the other one? Harvey Weinstein and who, who's the other one? The other brother? Sure. No, no. Well, I forgot, but they, uh, yeah, they, they left Miramax. They used to run it, and then they and they started the Weinstein Company. They have a lot of, uh, I remember, <laughs> <laughs> fucking, uh, what is it? Zach just crashing into someone? <laughs> I always liked Elizabeth Banks. Yeah, same, she's, same. She's really, uh, 
She's got a great look to her, you know? She's not, she's almost like approachable pretty. Very, very gorgeous, very, very beautiful. Definitely. But like, I, I think it's that personality. Yeah, it's definitely has. the personality. Yeah, I like that. She has a way about her. It's very charming. Yeah, uh-huh. Charming. Yeah, and usually like bubbly uh, characters for me are very annoying. You know, like... Uh, but she's not too bubbly. But that's, like, that's bubbly, why she doesn't, you know? yeah. yeah. She's uh -huh. definitely the, the exception. And she's uh, still pretty cynical too. So like, it, she has a good mix. Yeah, I like her. Hmm. Greg Robinson is my oh, that's man. my boy. He's literally my man crush, like my black man crush. <laughs> He's awesome, man. That's <laughs> when, he, when he says uh, something about like um, <laughs> what is it, like a like a comic? What you mean like Ziggy? Oh, and Ziggy. he's like Ziggy. Ziggy. Fuck you, man. Ziggy's a comic. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And of course, the epic, like, uh, you know, the first opening scene when he's like, Can I get a coffee black? And he's like, Can't you see we're talking, talking white? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we coming out. Yeah. I always, uh, you know, his uh, movie Yoga Hosers came out this weekend. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I really want to go see it, but it's only play, play, playing in a certain theater. Yeah, like, I think the Arclight is the closest one to me. That I found. Maybe that one that we went to go see Birdman might have it. Oh, the... Yeah, look into In Long that. Beach, yeah. The United Artists. I wanted to take Gwen to see it. Uh, Katie Morgan just... By the, are you familiar with Katie Morgan? She's a yeah. porn star? Yeah. She used to have... I used to listen to her podcast, too. She used to have this, like... It was called Sex Talk with Katie Morgan. Huh. Really, actually, really... I mean, that's her real voice, so, like, yeah. kind of have to get past that. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's... She's really uh, um, pretty smart, man. Yeah, pretty hmm. articulate. Yeah, she... I like the... <laughs> had a couple of specials on HBO, mostly. Oh, really? Like yeah. a stand-up? Oh, no, or no, no, what no. is it? Oh, kind of just like talking oh, about sex. Oh, yes, yes, like... yes. It was like a sex ed class. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It was I really good. It. It was actually, really pretty good. interesting. Actually, she gave us some good, good uh, advice on something. Like, <laughs> oh, that's interesting, yeah. You think it really gets that hot? Yeah, you never used those before? Yeah. We used to use those in Iraq uh, at night when it would get super cold. And we'd get one. We'd put uh, one in each boot. And then one on each uh, our glove, so over it, and then and then, <laughs> uh, it, it I think it's like brimstone. It's the same thing they huh. use for the MRE heaters. I don't know if you remember when MRE heaters. the MREs that we used to use. They had uh, heaters. Yeah, they used to come with like heaters that you add water and it starts boiling on itself oh, onto this like rock. I think it's brimstone. Okay. And uh, just how it reacts to water makes it makes it heat up real quick. I think they use the same thing, same kind of concept for those uh, hand warmers. <laughs> he's always uh, I was saying about Kevin Smith he's, uh, his movies never do well at the box office mm -hmm. but they have like the whole uh, they pick up steam as they go on later oh in okay gotcha. and his like uh, you know we were debating between him or Quentin Tarantino what, what, a film to watch from one of them and yeah I think they're, the rewatchability re of their films are it's uh, yeah it's pretty consistent yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely because I mean, how many times have you seen uh, Pulp Fiction, you know? Uh, I don't even know any. Right? Yeah, same thing Bob with uh, Bob Weiss. Yeah, you're right. There he goes. Okay. <laughs> that guy's pretty funny, too. Yeah. Hey. 
Mood like money. <laughs> that was my favorite one. Nigga Tuesday? <laughs> I think he's one of Seth Rogen's friends because he was in that 40 year old version too. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Did you like Cop Out? Did you ever get a chance to see Cop Out? Cop Out. Which one was Cop Out? It's Kevin Smith directed it. He didn't write it, but they asked him to direct it. It was with Tracy Morgan and Bruce Willis. Oh, uh, the, he's, oh, um, wait, is it kind of like a cop and, mm-hmm. like, they're yeah. teamed up? Yeah, they're partners, uh-huh. And Sean Williams Scott is also in it. Oh, okay, I think I know which one you're talking about. I want to say maybe I did, or, yeah. I don't know. It wasn't that bad, but, um, that's where it was notorious that, like, Bruce Willis and Kevin Smith have this feud, and they hate each other. Oh, really? Oh, you didn't hear that? No, yeah, I didn't. Uh, he, just YouTube, like, uh, uh, Kevin Smith talking, like, um, I guess... Bruce Willis was so fucking difficult to work with. Uh, he didn't want to do anything. Didn't feel like doing anything. Very obnoxious and entitled. Like uh, I don't know. Like he, it's hmm. almost like he hates acting or whatever. And uh, and uh, this was Kevin's. Like I don't know. He's, he won't take advice from me. He won't or, or direction from me. And it's hard to direct someone who doesn't. You know that kind of thing. And he said is the word and that it was so one of the most disappointing because it's his hero. Like he loved the Die Hard films and. And etc. Bruce Willis is like, man, one of my favorite. You know, I grew up watching you, and like the way he turns out to be so shitty in real life, like it, it was one of those heartbreaking moments Dang. where your childhood, a little bit of your childhood dies. That kind of thing. Uh-huh. You know? It's really interesting the way he tells the story. And then, not not too uh, soon after, not too soon after, uh, it comes out that why he wasn't allowed to return to Expendables Three. Like Sylvester, pretty much fired him because. He was greedy and lazy and like oh, and like oh shit. So there there is like a closed door, Tom. I guess there is like a whole like a reputation of the that accompanies Bruce Willis's acting or, or how he's kind of like a male diva on set. Oh man, yeah. Maybe he just needs a Snickers. <laughs> you know which one I thought was really good about um, Kevin that was like legit good uh, was Red State. Did you ever get a chance? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was an amazing film. Great film. Actually, it was great. It's a trip. Like, if nobody had said that, if I didn't know that it was Kevin, Kevin. Smith who directed, mm-hmm. I'm like, man, it's, you know, uh, it's just, uh, I don't know, how how would I describe it? Dark? Is it, because, uh, I mean, Vulgar, like, for example, like, that one was. <laughs> we just missed the oh, that damn. Damn. No, I know you're talking. Oh, Vulgar, uh, one of my personal favorite films. Mm-hmm. Vulgar is a VSQ film. Now Kevin didn't direct it. Brian or write it. Brian Johnson wrote and directed it. But uh, yeah, Brian Johnson. Brian Johnson. <laughs> and if you know Brian Johnson from where would they know him? Oh, uh, the podcast. Um, he has a, his own po- podcast. Oh no no. Uh, I mean does but comic book man. He's the big hair uh, the big dude with the beard on comic book man. If you ever watch that show, he's actually who Randall from Clerks was based on. Oh okay. Yeah. So that, that that's a that. <laughs> Granny panties. Granny panties. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is where you see uh, Seth Rogen's ass. He moves oh, him. Where is that? 
I had a flashlight. Oh, did you? Yeah, in, uh, in Japan. Uh, Jack, I had Jackie send me one or whatever. And, <laughs> like, they kind of, like, review your mail before you get it, you know, to make sure or whatever. Okay. And, um, you know, Cesar and Carter is calling names. Oh, you uh, you know, so-and-so mail. So-and-so, oh, Medell got mail. And then looks at the box and reads it. He's like, the fuck, flashlight? That's pimp. <laughs> <laughs> I use the shit out of it over there too, man. Yeah, it's actually pretty. Yeah, pretty yeah, accurate, yeah. Huh? I've had a pocket puss before. I remember in high school, me and my buddy Ernie used to like every now and then we did school and we'd take the metro to like Hollywood uh-huh. and just fucking you know uh, whatever you know do the Hollywood thing go to, go to the stores get some old shirts or whatever. The oh, fuck. okay, gotcha. And then I remember I I saw pocket puss again. I was like, oh shit! I always wonder. I wonder if it's real. It sucked. It sucked. I used it. I kept it. Like this is like. This is dumb. I felt like this is the dumbest shit ever. And then uh, I thought the flashlight, the only reason really I got it was because I thought it'd be funny. The joke would be funny. Uh-huh. And then uh, and then Chica, Zach, and Mary. And fucking, um, uh, what happened? Oh, yeah, so I get it. And it ends up being like, oh, shit, this actually works. Like, And it was just one of those, like, oh, god damn it. Sorry, everyone. Uh, okay, I'm back. Thanks for keeping the combo going. No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> this happened last time when uh, I forgot. Uh, can you come over? Oh shit! I'm sorry. That was just. It's all right. Sorry. So what happened last time? Sorry. Something about last time. Oh no! Just for, I was talking about the flashlight. Like oh, and I used it. Like oh shit! This is it. It's legit. It's 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 not it's not too bad anatomically at all. accurate. Yeah, yeah. You definitely got to keep it clean though. After oh uh, yeah, I can use after each use. Yeah, there's like a um, I don't know silicone taste or smell to it. Like, I mean it's obviously like rubber, but I mean, how do I explain it? Like a little bit kind of like burnt plastic, the lingering smell of burnt plastic. Huh. You know what I mean? Too much yeah. chafing, like like that. No, just that's how it's regardless. Oh, yeah, but you have to use oils with it too. Um, like there's an oil, like a lube that you use with it that you put, you, you know, because or else it just too much friction. Is there? I don't know. I just I don't know why we're t- I'm talking about this too long. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like trying to picture it in my head. Like, yeah, yeah. I just left it there. I wasn't gonna bring it back. I didn't like okay. Uh, yeah, I think it, uh, I was saying Brian Johnson was Randall was based on him, and I think. Dante was based on um, Walt Flanagan. <laughs> Walt Flanagan. Yeah, that, that was the running joke, too. Oh, we were talking about Vulgar. Vulgar is one of my personal favorite movies. Now, that one's... I, I love that movie, and it's definitely dark. I right, mean, right. It's pretty... A chill, uh, you know, a children's <laughs> party clown gets raped by three guys. Hey, Ethan Suppley actually is in that. <laughs> oh, <nice. He's> one <clears> the <throat> But it's funny. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a funny film, and... It's, uh, it's actually really good. Like, uh, Brian, o- what's his name? Brian O'Halloran. He's a, man. He's really good in this. Like, you can definitely. He, he took some balls, you know. I'd like to show him. 
getting dressed like the way he did, you know, when he becomes vulgar. Right. And uh, but yeah, props to him because it, it's it's a good film. Uh, Clerks two. The, you know the the script for Clerks three is done too, by the way. Oh, it's already yeah. finished. Mm-hmm. They're gonna they're gonna make that pretty soon. This part I always thought was cool because this is where you meet um, Justice Long and Brandon Routh's character. Oh, okay, right. But <laughs> if you remember, he's Bobby Long, right? Bobby. So it's Justin. So he has Justin Long's last name, and the other guy's first name is Brandon. Brandon. Oh, so they, that's he switched right. up the first and last name, and I thought that was pretty interesting. Very clever. Yeah, that's his wife right there. Oh, right. Um, I uh, Jen. remember her. Her Schwabach? Jen Schwabach, yeah. Schwabach. I used to listen to their, they don't do it anymore, but she used to do the podcast Plus One Per Diem, and it was like a married couple. They were just, it was just them two. So just imagine me and Jackie do a different podcast. Oh, okay. Uh, once a week. And it was honestly my favorite podcast. I was still re-listening to some old episodes just because they don't update it now. Huh. But, and that was one of the few ones that Jackie liked. And she reminded me of Jackie so much because she was so, like, uh, like you could tell, obviously, that she loves him. But she would still just demean him at every turn. Like, just shit talk, but, like, dry shit talk. You know? Okay. <laughs> like, and then, and it's just like, oh, I don't want to, uh, I don't want like you don't because Kevin, when I was like, you don't do you listen to any of the other because he has like eight podcasts, right? Uh-huh. So you listen to any of like, I don't, motherfucker, I hear your bullshit all day. I don't want to listen to you when I'm <laughs> when I'm not around you. Uh-huh. And I was like, man, that's something Jackie would say. Jackie's the same way. She don't give a fuck about this podcast. You know, she doesn't listen to this shit. She <laughs> might join us later. She said she's gonna join us, but I think she uh, she's <laughs> hungry on pizza or munchy <laughs> mode right now. <laughs> Oh, that's so much. Huh. California. Did you ever go to your high school reunion? I don't even think we had like an official one to be yeah, honest. Yeah, same here. I don't even think I got the invite for. Like people talked about it, but I just ignored it. Like, Actually, I got why? invited to. It wasn't even. I don't know why they thought I graduated in two thousand two, but I, I got I kept getting invited to the two thousand two high school reunion. So hmm. I was like, graduated in two thousand three. I was like, where's my class? You know, like I mean, I knew people, but it was just like, right, yeah, it was yeah, just yeah, weird. Yeah. I do this all the time now, by the way. That? that whole thing where, like, oh, can I get two beers? Baby, you want one? All right. Like, if I'm at a restaurant, like, oh, okay, can I get three beers? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got that from this joke. Man, he's definitely in your personal space. Huh? Seriously, man. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know any guys like that that are very uh, just huggy and touchy and in your face? Kinda. I'm not a fan of that stuff. Fuck no. That shit is. I think I'll jump off a roof or something. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you one hug in the no, embrace. Not even that. No, not even. Yeah, that. well, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'll give you one hug at the beginning, and then maybe one hug at the end. But but I don't. I and I sweat easily too, so I'm always hot. So I don't like people. I just don't want the body heat. Like, right, right. You you know, it's just very uncomfortable. <laughs> Baby and I watch the podcast with us? I mean, you want to do the podcast with us? Yes. Okay, cool. <laughs> We're going to be joined by ladies' presence for any of my lady listeners. Yeah, thank you. For any of my lady, lady listeners. <laughs> 
You know, I thought I didn't think that Brandon Ralph did that bad a job as in Superman Returns. It was a pretty good movie. It wasn't as bad as his uh, Which one? Superman Returns, the remake he did. Not the remake, excuse me, the reboot. Oh, okay. Did you ever get a chance to see a Superman? Nah. I haven't seen any of the new ones. It's not his fault that... Uh, not all Supermans. I mean, the plot was a little thin. The movie was kind of boring. I mean, it really was a, a, an homage to uh, the Richard Donner films. It was actually a direct sequel to 1 and 2. Not 3 and 4, but 1 and 2. Hmm. And if you remember the old Richard Donner films... That was actually supposed to be one long movie, and he ended up breaking it up into parts one and oh, two. Oh, okay. But, yeah, Superman Returns. So if you ever get a chance to the one with Kevin Spacey and, Kevin Spacey and Ryan Ralph, yeah, it oh, definitely, okay. you it, you can watch them in consecutive order, one, two, and three. Oh, nice. I wonder if that's any reference to Zach Brown Band, or if that's a coincidence. Zach Brown Band? Yeah. <laughs> Where's that guy from? He looks kind of familiar. I disagree. That's that look that he gives me. Yeah. Like, he, he, he's like, should I go for it? Like, he's <laughs> debating in his head, should I even offer it out there? <laughs> Was that too far? Yeah. Where's that Power Rangers movie, man? <laughs> what? Power Rangers? Yeah, what is that? The new one? Oh, yeah. Oh, because she's, she's Rita? Yeah. Oh, okay. For a split second, I thought you were talking about the old one. No, 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 I, did I even watch that? I can't remember if I even watched that one. It's great, man. It's actually, I, I can rewatch that one. <laughs> uh, Power Rangers, it's not bad. I remember when it came out, and they were doing something, because I think they filmed a lot of it at Universal Studios. Mm. And backlot? Yeah, the backlot. And I remember them doing stuff, and, uh, like, I remember being there, and then I think they, uh, you know, just a bunch of uh, kids, you know, like, oh, yeah. looking over and that kind of thing. But I, I could appreciate the superstardom, how big it was. And mm. it reminded me of uh, Ninja Turtles back in the day. Oh, yeah. And how that fandom sparked in the movies. Hey, those were good. I don't know if you've seen them. Like, uh, one is really good. Two one, is yeah. not. <laughs> two is not, but it's good in the fact that it's bad, it's good. Oh, you know? Well. I don't know if you've seen two recent Secret of the Ooze. Nah. I even I saw three. The first one. I even first saw one three. The Japan one, the one they travel back in time. Oh yeah. I saw that one, yeah, and, and they one. progressively get worse. <laughs> so, really? Yeah, but I mean, like I said, two and three are are so bad it's good. Like this is ridiculous. How does anyone? But but one was actually really good. I remember one. Yeah. So that's my favorite uh, Sam Rockwell movie. One. Like the Elias Cateas is uh, Casey Jones. Yeah, he's great he in that. Good. He's really Casey great. Jones. And I don't think he ever did another role like that. I'm trying to think because. But I don't think I think that was one of the he because that's a that role that he did is definitely like an archetype you know a, a certain character you know, right, that, right, that street right. tough wise crack yeah, yeah, yeah Casey Jones and he's a good enough actor he could have done he could have kept going and gone through that road where he started playing those kind of films or those kind of movies yeah but yeah, yeah he ended up doing a lot of different things and yeah and more serious more serious yeah but he's he's great you know what he did that I really liked him in where I thought probably his best performance is the prophecy you remember with uh, Christopher Walken Christopher Walken and I think it's is that Virginia Madison. Virginia Madsen? Uh, possibly. Or, no, it's not that anymore. She's the seventh seal. 
<laughs> Man, why is it in my head? Who's the star of the prophecy? Is it Virginia Madison? No, I'm a tripping. I have to Google. I know it. in part two it was Brittany Murphy. <laughs> or who am I thinking? A very of? young Brittany Murphy. Um, who was in the stand? Who was the girl in the stand? Because I think I'm confused right now. Oh, I don't know. I don't know why they're interchangeable. I don't know. If for some reason it just sounds like uh, just. Who yeah, was it was Virginia Madsen. Yeah. Oh, okay. And I remember Vigo Mortensen as the devil. That was, I remember that's Vigo, probably, that's, that's honestly right. probably like my top two performances of people who portrayed Satan. It's Vigo Mortensen as a devil because I remember genuinely creeping me out. And uh-huh. I remember that, I had that visual of what the devil was uh, back then, you uh-huh. know, like oh, from oh, okay. that movie, from that yeah, film. Yeah, yeah. And then up until, I thought that was the best performances of someone who would be the devil, up until, um, uh, Constantine. Constantine. Yes, okay, yeah. yeah. I, I really liked his performance. He was a bad dude. He, he was, was a cool ass, dude. Man. Yeah, yeah. So those two for sure. Like, uh, if I if I die and meet my maker, I'm picturing those two. And by that, I mean my subconscious creating <laughs> creating my gotcha. heaven and hell. Yes, it's probably Pretty gonna be one of them too. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think it was because they were so like obviously like scary, frightening. Like you could almost like if you're in their presence, you'd you'd feel like oh you know, yeah, yeah like, wow. And they're also so fucking cool. They, they, I don't know. They just gave off a really cool like. They, those, you, they walk into a club. They're getting all the chicks. You know that kind of Very, thing. Very uh, suave evil guy. Yeah, know, suave evil guy. Guys. Yeah. Other, I, I forgot what episode it was uh, from Seinfeld, but he's in it. Um, uh, I uh, forgot the, the guy who plays the devil. Yeah. Uh, he was also in like a million other movies. Yeah, yeah. He's a, he's a, a, a very famous character actor. Uh, usually plays like a Russian dude, right? Oh, uh, pretty much. Uh, it's, I'm checking the IMDb for. The stand and one of the main girls is Molly Ringwald or Laura Sand Sandusky, I think. So you probably might have got her confused with this one, because she kind of looks like Laura hmm. Sand Giacomo. She was in Mighty Ducks Part Two. I remember her from that. <laughs> Mighty Ducks. Amelia. <laughs> oh, did you, babe or Tommy? Oh, babe, can you get past me a beer, please? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. What'd you what did you think about Tusk? Me? Yeah. Oh, oh, it was great. You liked it? I love it. Again, yeah. uh, you know, uh, dark movie, definitely very dark. Uh, like you know, you were mentioning, you know, like um, like, like the way like they put you on edge, like the. Those really good uh, del- um, tension, yeah. Satan. You know, Michael Parks had that for you. Yeah, he did. You know, like even before he got all creepy, you know, there was just something about it. You could already tell. Maybe it's because you know already knew what the what happened, you know, the story, or whatever. Yeah. But you know, just because like that uh, anticipation's already been kind of built up, and he's like, like you know, like really welcoming and cool, whatever. He lets him interview him, and um, just the whole time it's like, man, you're just waiting, you're waiting for, for it, it right? Yeah. For it. That I, tension, yeah. I definitely sure. felt that vibe more from him from Red State, speaking of. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he absolutely. Was there, because there you felt like this is a man. Like, you don't want to be like, oh, this is a guy who's crazy, right? Because, no, no. It, this, I wouldn't say he's crazy. Oh, this part. <laughs> I do like their banter. They're very adorable. They're adorable gay guys. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can say it myself. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, 
I'm sorry. I love his cock. I love his big cock in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he says. Oh, I really like Justin Long's character here. Oh, that's fucking hilarious. Like, also, I love it right here. Right here. I'm sorry. It's great. I want to see a movie about these two. Yeah. Yeah. Have you seen the movie, Gwen? It's a Kevin Smith film. It's really funny. Uh, Zack and Mira make a porno? Pretty good. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah uh, Michael Parks uh, in Red State. Same thing. Man, very... Just, because, like, you could easily say, like, oh, he's obviously fucking nuts, right? Because... But right, I mean, right. essentially, he's just... I remember I went to see that movie at the... Um, with Elliot at the, uh, oh man, the New Beverly, where he did mm. a and a after. Mm. And I got to ask him a question, you know, went to the front. And um, uh, it, it, I, I used to remember the film, right? What I took from it, I, I, I think he was doing something more for his gay brother than anything, you know. Mm. I think more literal, or maybe an exaggeration of what the, uh, what's that family? You know what I'm talking about? Not the Manson family, right? It, um, the the very they protest uh, war, uh, soldiers' funerals. Um, shit, man! It's a very famous, very famous family, a church where they're very strict. Um, they're basically who you know Michael Parks' congregation was based oh, okay. on. Okay, is it the Phelpses? Uh, but you know what I'm talking about? You know that I want to say that I do, but you know that church they're always constantly protesting soldiers or gay dudes' funerals. You know, because they're just super. Super Christian, right wing Christian, where you know they take very, the Bible right very literal, and you know that kind of thing. God damn it! What's the fucking name of that? People are yelling that. People that know it at home are yelling. Are you gonna know it right now? Yeah. I, I want to say the Phelpses. I'm, I can't be too sure on that. But anyways, um, I what I took from it, I honestly, that whole situation, I I I got the. Um, I thought it was representing oh, the Westboro the Westboro Baptist, Baptist Church, yeah, Westboro, yeah. The, and I, I took, I think it was more like a very, very similar situation to overseas, like uh, in Iraq, I mean. And, like, you have the situation there where you have religious Elliots doing some crazy shit for their beliefs, taking them hostages. And then you have some kids where they're not necessarily fully involved in, like, what their parents are, are buying and selling. Mm -hmm. They're iffy about As far as they know, they don't know what's going on, and they're just in a certain situation. You have cops or, in, you know, what I'm comparing it, Marines or soldiers questionable orders you know like yeah, oh, should yeah, yeah. we do that you know the situation was very very to something that i over the and you know like oh shit, you know do we are you are we gonna kill all the kids included just because even though they're not really at fault they don't know what's going on here you know what I mean? they don't, they're just following what their parents are but, right you know and you know you really want to kill the bad guys the older dudes but like i said it's just the, that whole the whole standoff situation it, it was very much of like oh it almost felt like it almost felt like the movie was a political protest of of the the war going on because the sh that situation was very hmm. mirrored, very similar you know situations you know, 
And I asked him, and he's like, no, I didn't. Uh, he's, he didn't think that was going on at all. Like, his whole thing was, you know, an exaggeration of the Westboro Park Church in an extreme situation. And he's like, he, he, uh, he said it made him look at the film in a different way because, you know, like, oh, wow, I didn't even take that from them. I'm surprised. You, you know, obviously, I would take it because of that. But, right, right. But, yeah, even to, so to this day, like, oh, I find that, like, yeah, I guess it was. I mean, to me, you know, I guess you take what you want from any people. Yeah, right, right. Definitely. But, yeah. <laughs> this part is funny right here. I just met that guy, Brandon. <laughs> It is true, though. There's something different about, like, seeing someone that you're not supposed to see naked, right. naked. Or even, like, the whole setting, like, you know, I've gone to strip clubs before with like, coworkers after work or whatever. And it's like, oh, you know, you're not really, it's not really a big deal. But if there was some, if there was a girl in the street at a bus stop that flashed me, like, oh, shit, check this out. You know, because it's right. the situation. Grab a chair, man, from outside. What? Do I wait? Where at strip club? Strip club after work during lunch. I eat. I eat wings and try to titties. Uh, what you call it? Yeah, but if there's like a girl on a bus stop who's not even that attractive, but she flashes you, like, oh shit! Like, I think the set out, out of context. Correct. So like, that's what's even on. And think about like huh. this: like, how much bikinis at the beach? You know, where they're way more, way more revealing than ever. But it's not really that big a deal. Right. However, some girl in her underwear at office at work, it were even if she, even if she's wearing fucking granny panties like in the movie right who cares it's just whoa because it's the it's the the environment and the setting it's not it's out right. of norm right, so you're right like right. wow this is oh shit like i want to see that or i want to huh. see her walk around even though they're you know that kind of thing <laughs> i don't know what it is it's weird what do you think there is it's to that? a i don't think it's a taboo thing um i guess just like maybe one of those uh, well not even that I think it definitely is just the context, you know, mm -hmm. just um, something not normal. Yeah, like or not the normal. The time and place or whatever. There's a, like, yeah, like at the beach, you know. Of course, you know everybody's you know half naked doing whatever, you know, yeah. whatever. But if there was like you know somebody like you know out like in the office just walking around like that. Be like, what the fuck? You know, <laughs> right? Because right. obviously that's not the way you're supposed to dress at an office, you know. Uh, just maybe that's. Uh... <laughs> Maybe that's what, uh, furries are exaggerated versions of like, oh, you know, it's, just, it's off. It's not normal, you know? The what? Furries. Furries? You know, um, guys that dress up like animals or mascot uniforms. Oh, okay. And fuck. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, like, oh, I guess, yeah, everybody has their Yeah. I mean, do you think any of those, any of those fetishes, is that what it is? Just exaggerated things that are not the norm? Um, probably, you know, uh, like, yeah, I guess there's some people that's a turn on for them. And that, I think that mixed with the mixed with whatever happened when you were a kid that you know how it is when something that's a negative uh after puberty becomes a positive sexually you know that mm -hmm. kind of thing yeah like, yeah there's some t i i know i'm probably uh, there's way more to it obviously but there for the most part you know that uh that's what it is a lot of things that you know i've you know the obvious is abusive fathers or or abandoned fathers, oh, okay. you know, that kind of There's thing. There's definitely a psychological element. Correct, and now you look for that in a relationship. You look for kind of that negativity in a relationship post-puberty. Mm. That's the kind of guy you look for as someone who is uh, either for women. Like dresses up as, yeah. a, as a mascot. Yeah, I get you. Man. Something like that, yeah. <laughs> or even, even vice versa with guys, like, oh, 
the whole like fetish thing for dominatrixes. You know, a lot oh, of that. Okay. They say a lot of that is like uh, most of the people in that industry. They they interview them and they say almost all the guys that are people who are always in control, always in power. Moves. Oh right, right, so right. The, you know, so a, a lot of them are like military, uh, even cops. And then, uh, and then captains of industry, some you know CEOs, CEOs business, yeah, uh, right. you know VPs or whatever the fuck, and because there's so much pressure that they're always um, they're always in charge, they're always in demand mm-hmm. that for them it's sexually a release to just let go and then be dominated for once or then gotcha. be told what to do that kind of thing, you know? Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> what shit? What shit? <laughs> That's Jeannie, Gina from uh, Martin. Uh, Tisha Martin. Tisha, uh, Tisha Campbell. Tisha Campbell. Yeah, yeah. She was good in this. She was good in this. She's great in this, and it, and it was unexpected because I hadn't seen her in forever. Right, right. This movie made you. He's he's awesome. He's uh, Tom uh, Savini. Yeah, he's um. I want to say makeup artist or stunt coordinator. I think makeup makeup artist. artist. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that that why did wouldn't the paying the electric bill be cheaper than renting out that spot? Uh, probably. You know, <laughs> this is just a really really good deal. <laughs> oh, I mean, maybe storage space is a storage space, right? Yeah. <laughs> I love that mask. Huh. Have you ever seen like uh, uh, minor league or low regulation hockey games? No, no. It's pretty interesting. They don't fight as much as you'd think. But they definitely like the refs suck. <laughs> they don't do shit. They don't scare shit. So it's it's a little funner to watch because it's usually when you're watching something sloppy, it's not as fun because it's obviously you know when you watch it for the game to be a good game. But for whatever reason, there's two things that I like to watch that even non pros do it, and that's like MMA and and then low low budget like low budget uh, hockey. It, it's pretty huh. funny, yeah. <laughs> it's just like oh, <laughs> it just makes you feel like well anybody can do this shit, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe gonna grab a chair, pull it up. <laughs> Jackie loves this movie. She's uh, she said that this is probably the reason we made our, our first porno tape, right, Ben? <laughs> this is the reason we made our first. Oh, Jim Norton. I just noticed him. You know where I was watching Spider Man the other day, the first Spider Man, and he's one of the guys when they're interviewing like, "What Spider Man? Uh, who's this new guy, Spider Man?" He's one of the guys, and they're like, "I was like, oh shit, Jim Norton," you know. Jim Norton was on the uh, one of the Kevin Smith podcasts a couple of weeks ago. Oh, was he? He's funny, too. He's a Canadian actor. He usually does Canadian movies only, but he was also in Goon, if you remember him in Goon. Oh, yeah, yeah Goon. Yeah, Goon, yeah. Which was a, a Canadian movie, so. Great one, great one. That's what, we should do that one, too, too. That's very watchable. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. We definitely got to do that one. Titty auditions. Terry <laughs> <laughs> Robinson. Tracy Lord's in this, um... First time I remember seeing her was not in porn. It was in the first Blade film. 
If you remember, she, uh, she, in the opening night. scene, she's the guy that takes that dude to that to that club. Okay. She's that vampire. Oh, okay, yeah. gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Don't say that shit. And I thought I was like, oh, I wonder what happened to her career because I remember her from Crybaby. You know, she's in that. That's movie. right. She was in Crybaby. And I was like, oh, she's back. She's working again. Like a little, I know <laughs> she has again. this whole. She's like one of the most famous fucking porn stars of all time. Absolutely. Oh, that's pretty good, Lauren. We used to do this thing with uh, my Marine homies. Uh, I think I, I told you, right? Like, mm. We'd take regular movies and try to porno, porno name them. Porno, oh, pun, okay, porno pun name them, you know? Porno puns. That's what that should be called. Uh, yeah. Porno pun películas. You know, we could call it that or something. <laughs> <laughs> Gaping. What would be your... Uh, yeah, I think we saw a little bell over there. She's pretty cute. You know that? <laughs> Katie Morgan. Yeah. There's Jay. He's in the Flash. Oh, is he? Yeah. Well, um, Kevin directed an episode and put oh. him in there. He's a huge fan. Jason is a huge fan of the whole CW uh, superhero net shows. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's the one that got Kevin to change his mind about Batman vs Superman. Changed his mind? Yeah. Like, at first, Kevin didn't like it. And then he saw it again with Jason, and he's like, oh, now I now I like it. He, something about, like, uh, this is shit you this is shit from the comics that you'd never get to see, like, in real life ever. Like, huh. you only dream imagining seeing it. It took him back, basically, when he was a little kid. Chester, the molester, cockish. Get the fuck out of here. Cocoon with a cunt. Cocoon. Oh, this is your ghost. Tracy Lord right here. Bubbles. I need bubbles. Bubbles. <laughs> <laughs> bubbles. <laughs> Still looks good. Yeah, definitely. You ever seen one of the, you ever been in one of those places where they do uh do like special tricks with the vagina and shit? Uh no. I they don't really have them over here, but in Japan there was this place where this older lady, she maybe like I don't know, early fifties, maybe fifties. Hmm. But she used to do this trick where she'd put a bunch of ping pong balls up her pussy and then make them into a basket, like a, you know, like ten feet away. Oh really? Yeah, that was pretty interesting, yeah. Huh. And then you just go and give, like, oh, here's a dollar. Thank you. Oh, gotcha. Thing, you know? So they're making... And it wasn't even, like, a real, like, a strip club. Like Ziggy? I'm sick of the comic. That's <laughs> serious. <laughs> I don't know how mad he is. 
Yeah, there's a new podcast I'm listening <laughs> to with Jim uh, Jim Norton. Oh, um, okay. He does this, uh, obviously he does the new Opie Anthony show, where it's, now it's, uh, what is it, uh, Jim and Anthony, or Anthony and Jim or something like that, right? I don't know. Whatever it is, because Opie got fired. Uh, they were basically like the New York Kevin and Bean. Oh, okay. There's very few, uh, but they were better, actually, to be honest with you, because they weren't, um, it was like an open format type of show. Right. More like Howard Stern. Mm, gotcha. Kevin Bean's more, you know, like, regular radio. And they're probably the best they do, uh, Kevin Bean specifically is the best they do at... As far as the morning radio, they don't do that zoo morning radio bullshit. You oh, know what I mean? you got to, yeah, yeah. You have a lot of those, like, whoa, welcome back. Oh, what you know, The Simpsons? You know, they're making. <laughs> oh, KBBL's gonna yeah. do something stupid. <laughs> that whole fucking radio voice. Anyways, Jim Norton has a new podcast with um, this guy named um, Matt Sarah, who's former. He beat George St. Pierre for the belt back in the day. And hmm. He retired UFC fighter. Oh, okay. And it's a UFC podcast, it's called Unfiltered. But this one's actually sponsored by the UFC. So oh, okay. they you, honestly they're ripping off Brian Callen and Brendan Schaub. They're they're literally rip. Uh, it's it's a comedian in a in a in a former fighter through this huh. show. And because fighting the kid's so successful, this is the third time that I know for the third time they got ripped. I don't know how many more there are out there, but the second one was phone booth fighting with Frank Mir, who's also a champion, and this comedian named Richard Hunter. Who's, he, they're out of Vegas. They're Vegas. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, yeah Frank Miller lives in Vegas too, and he's a Vegas comic. But he's pretty, you know, pretty famous in the comedic world. And um, I was like, oh shit! I want to. I listen. I listen to all three of these, by the way. But when that one phone fight came out, I was like, oh shit! They're ripping off. Not ripping off in a bad way, but like they because they were guests on uh, Fighter and the Kid, right? Brandon right. Shaw and Ryan Callen, and you could tell like, oh, you guys got to win a formula, like it, you know. Yeah, you're, it's going to get replicated, you know? Right. This is a good thing. You guys have a, a comedian and a fighter, you know. And then when UFC Unfiltered came on, like, oh, shit. That's, you couldn't t- to Brennan, who always had beef with Dana White, and you know, and the whole Reebok deal, and just because he doesn't fight the UFC at all anymore. He's just, mm. now he's doing the podcast only and all the other shit. It was definitely, like, I could understand where he, where he, how he would feel, like, it almost felt like a win. Like oh the success I'm I'm able to get so uh, very successful with the with the podcast that I don't have to fight and work for you anymore because Dana White's known in the world like if you're not his friend then he's gonna fuck you over that mm-hmm. kind of thing and you know him and Brendan's the kind of guy who's very um, he'll say his mind he's not gonna get shut down he'll he doesn't like Reebok he's gonna talk shit about Reebok even though they're a UFC sponsor that's the kind oh, of thing. Okay, so he, him and Dana White are always bumping heads so when he was talking about the podcast when he found out that the UC, oh, you put a comedian and a fighter together. Huh, where'd you get that from? Like, it was almost like a win for him. Like, I, 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 you know, now you're now you're copying my shit, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, it, it was, it, it's interesting. But it's a good way. You could basically put a comedian and a regular, you two comedians you've seen and done before already. Okay. But you put a comedian and a, and a straight man. And that, you could look at, you ever listen to Neil deGrasse Tyson's podcast? Not like he does it with uh, Chuck Nice, who's a who's a, he's a black comic. He's pretty good too, but um, it, it's perfect. Neil deGrasse Tyson, who's pretty funny on his own right, by the way, mm. he's pretty cool. Uh, Chuck Nice is right, he's right there to like so on here and is explaining something very funny or one of the questions answered by. Well, he's explaining a very very finite like the other day he was explaining about the moon's gravitational pull and the ocean's currents and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Check nice is right there to make those quips and jokes. They insert or insert here, insert joke here, type of thing, and, mm-hmm. and it balances the uh, that's gross. It balances the uh, the chemistry is really well balanced, you know that kind of thing. Those nuts, do do they hang that low when you get older? Nuts? Oh, supposedly. Older. 
older you get, the lower the... Yeah, yeah I remember my grandpa... Um, there's one time, I forgot what it was. Oh, he was wearing, like, these shorts. We're at the park, and he was bending down. You know, he used to be a professional photographer. He's bending down to take a picture, and it's like his his nuts were hanging out. And I remember my grandma, like, no, I noticed it, and I didn't want to say anything. Mm-hmm. And I remember my grandma, uh, rest in peace, grandma, excuse me, I love that guy. But my grandma was, uh, saw it, and she didn't want to, like, I could tell she was around the issue. So she's like, okay, ya levantate, ya tomas la foto. She's oh, like that. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> so she's like, safe yes. Start, like, putting yeah, right, right. She's like, okay, you know, she said in, in Spanish, she's like, okay, get up, you know, you took the picture, already. come on, you know, come, come with me over here. He's trying to get him, so he didn't realize that, like, his, his, his nuts is right there hanging out, out of his shorts or whatever, <laughs> but it was pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, Johnny Knoxville and Jackass? Like, it's close to that, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Big grab a chair, if you, so you get, uh, we'll scoot over. Uh, Would you want to see a Star Wars uh, porno? You don't want to get one of the ones yeah. Or just that one? Uh, oh my god, you guys. God damn it. Why did you pick this movie? Uh, well, it was actually between, we were talking about this a little earlier, but between Kevin Smith and Quentin Tarantino because they have the most rewatchability for us. You don't agree? You made this face. I, I don't like rewatching movies. Yeah, you mentioned that earlier. Why not? I, I don't know. Like, I feel like I've, I've seen it already. And but I haven't just, you seen Selena like a hundred times? Yeah, but I don't know. But that one, like, that one is rewatchable. Yeah, okay. So you can't say that you don't like, you may not like oh. a movie you don't like, rewatching it over and over. That's obvious. You just don't, don't like it. It no, has nothing to do with I don't even really like watching that one over and over again. I mean. Yes, you do. No, I'll catch, like, glimpses of it or whatever. But I won't sit there and watch, like, the whole movie over again. Why not? I don't know. I don't like doing rewatching movies. I don't like to read books that I've read already. That's one of my favorite things to do. What happened? One of my favorite things to do is reread a book I've already read before. I don't like. I don't and it's know. you don't think you get something <clears throat> from it the second time? You know what? I remember when I took. You know, you know, I did philosophy in, in college, and I remember I retook the exact. I not only did I take the 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 next class that followed it. Like 102, let's say I did philosophy 101, I did 102, mm-hmm. I retook 101, and the teacher had asked me, he wrote a book on the Matrix, actually, hmm. yeah, um, what's it called? The Philosophy of the Matrix, uh, check it out, and anyways, uh, anyways, he asked me, like, why, why are you retaking this class again, you're, you're good, you're a pastor, you're uh, great, whatever, you know, he, we, I had a good relationship with him, he was like, I mean, and I explained to him, like, haven't you ever read a, read a book more than once or seen a movie? You, you get more out of it, even more from it the second time than you did. This is one of those examples. How many, you know, like, I, I think, you know, whatever. I'm not, gonna, I'm not going to college to get a degree. Fuck no. I'm just going here because I want to take the classes I like. Right, right. Took film, took fucking, uh, took astro- astronomy and, and philosophy, you know. And he's, like, and he's just like, oh, okay, that's interesting. But I'm, how, you don't think you could get something from it, babe, from, from rewatching a movie or rereading a book? Or you're not boring to me. Like if I do it, because I already know what's gonna happen. I just like the whole like being surprised in it. Like yeah, I guess that works for comedy. But I, I think if you're looking for more meaning behind something, it's it, the rewatchability is important to. I'm not looking for. <laughs> you're not. No. <laughs> you don't want to learn life lessons from Salinas. I just watch it for entertainment. Oh okay. And if I know what's gonna happen, it's not really like. Oh. Of course, I yeah. That's really tricky with comedy too, because comedy is one of those things where 
the, the joke you don't see coming is the one that you laugh the most at. Right. So when you do see it coming, it's a little bit a little bit harder. But that's kind of what I like. You know, it's funny because there's certain um, movies where you rewatch them and the jokes are hitting. But if you rewatch what I now that you already know the joke, what I find funny is like facial expressions a lot of times or the little things well, you just right. never noticed before. Right. Uh, uh, per example, Monster Squad, not a comedy, but there is funny moments in it. But I remember I didn't get to after I seen it a hundred times. Then now what I'm laughing at is when Fat Kid is is doing that nod, smiling when when he yeah when he uh, gets Rudy? revenge on the right. Rudy yeah yeah I'm like oh shit that's funny you know like you you notice other things because you're looking for other things you know? right right. Anyways, the point is rewatch movies is a good thing. Not rewatching movies is a bad thing. Baby, you're wrong. Aren't I always wrong? We're married. We're always each other. You know, it, it occurred to me, like, when you read a, a comic book or read, whatever, you know, Joseph Campbell shit, The Power of Myth, um, the bad guy never thinks he's the bad guy. The bad guy always thinks he's the hero. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the most part, you know, unless you got, like, a Joker type villain or whatever. And that's kind of the same way in a marriage or in a relationship or even a friendship. It doesn't matter. But the guys, you're always thinking, you're, you're never, it's not like you're ever going to, like, oh, I'm wrong in this. Like, no, I, you're always, I, I think I'm right, you know, that kind of thing. As long as you're justifying, maybe. Yeah, it's all like you're justifying your own actions. And as long as you're articulate enough or silver-tongued enough to explain them away, you're fine. Even though your girl or your boy is going to think you're wrong. Like, you're, you're fucked up here. Of course not. But in my case, I'm always right. No, you're not. You're 90, 98% of the time. No, that's weird. Like, if you tell me, hey, you know what? I didn't like this, or this, I think this is wrong. I'll be like, oh, okay, well, then I get it. Like, you're right. Yeah. I apologize. And what but you I are never like that. You're like, well, if I did this, it's because of this. Right. But I, I do do everything for a reason. Oh, my God. It's so frustrating. Is this is it? a, are you, no. What? No. This is a movie. Lof, back me up. What do you think? Let <laughs> me um, get another beer, check on oh the soup. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> uh, um, <clears throat> About what exactly you guys, you guys were kind of... Like, Steve he, always thinks he's right. Right, I just want to make sure we're either talking about movies are rewatchable or <laughs> are, we, are we getting a little more personal? Where's <laughs> the relationship? No, yeah, like, uh, yeah, like, I don't know, me specifically, I guess, if you want to cut my balls off, babe. But, yes. I mean, in a regular relationship, like, uh, the person who's arguing, I mean, they're arguing with each other and you always think you're right. I, it's hard to come over to the other person's point of view without submitting, and not that I'm wrong. I'm against submitting. I'm also oh, it's like an ego thing. Well, I'm absolutely yes. yeah, and I'm absolutely all about hum- humbling myself and like oh you know give it giving it like every now and then like by all means you know you know what I fucked up here, but I just don't think I've been wrong a lot of times. Very rarely. Well, I'm ve- I'm very I have like a belief structure like oh yeah I've been right in this case. Very rare, maybe like out of a hundred times three maybe I've been wrong, and I'll admit it. If I am. Wow. <laughs> I just have to. talking about. I'm sorry. What do you want from me, babe? Wow. Okay. What do you want from me? So why are you with me then if I'm always wrong? Well, I'm going to get you in. Okay. You're like, you <laughs> you think, have you thought out of Let's say out of a, like a survey of 100 times that we fought. Yes. 50%. You think, you think it's 50-50? Yes. That's, that's generous for you though, right? Yes. How many times yeah. have you won an argument though? Every time. You... In my mind. In your mind, yeah. You know what? That it must suck. Like I, I understand. I feel. I do feel sorry for you sometimes. I feel bad for you. What? Yeah, because it's hard to. Like I, I, I feel bad if uh, arguing with me can be difficult because you know I, I'm a lot 
I'm right. Because you're a jerk. Because I'm right. No. Because <laughs> I'm right. It's hard to argue oh against someone who's wrong. God. Don't you think? Can we just watch this movie? No, this is the podcast. We're not watching no, it. No, you said this movie was commentary. Not, like I said, most of the time, like I said, maybe three, four times I've been wrong uh in our, in our fights but for the most part i'm pretty i'm pretty sure I'm, and i and i always win i you know it's hard to win an argument against me does that frustrate you no can i get another beer okay. it doesn't frustrate you no you said earlier you were very frustrated i was wrong again makes so sense. 101 times that makes sense i just great morgan <laughs> katie morgan has great tits I mean, they're obviously fake, but it never bugged me. Like, do you think it bugs other guys? Like, oh, fake tits. I hate fake tits or whatever. Why would it bother you? Right? That's what I was like. What? What? what why are you hating on fake tits? <laughs> like, oh, I only like real girls. I don't like fake tits. Like, why? No, no, I, I get what you're saying, though, that you bring that up. It's like, oh, I like girls who are natural, this and that. Like, yeah. Have you guys think- ever felt fake ones? Uh, yeah, well, I mean, strip clubs all the time. They're they're most most of them are pretty fake. Are they like firm? Or? No, they're fine. I mean, you know, nipples taste like still, no, yeah, they're still warm and <laughs> inviting. <laughs> Cold and like. <laughs> so you gotta do something about the silicone. Well, it's not like it's funny to me when like oh I love like you know when I when I suck your titties like oh you know I love sucking your titties like love oh my god <laughs> I'm looking at Jackie your- looking at Jackie guys I'm looking at Jackie. <laughs> If it gets lonely enough, <laughs> <laughs> but like you know, like the people are like, oh, these taste so good. Like it tastes like elbow. It tastes like skin. It's skin. It's like, skin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the part that you have to deal with is pretty much what's always been there before, after mm-hmm. the surgery. It doesn't really matter. You mean for uh, yeah, exactly, yeah, for boobs, for fake boobs. What's that? I said I should have brought chips. Oh, Jackie, you have chips, right? The healthy ones or whatever. What's going on, Randall? Oh, so right now they're uh, shooting the. Is this the opening scene? This is the opening scene, right? Yeah. Yeah, for their uh, porno movie. So. (laughs) Uh, If only you could see. No, it's just where he's pouring the coffee on him for no apparent reason. The the (laughs) The coffee grounds, yeah. (laughs) Oh, man. Have you ever seen any of her movies? Like her, you know, movies? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, what's his face? Harder Levine? I love him. Uh-huh. He's awesome. He's real funny. Actually, one of the ones I was going to see if we wanted to watch was uh, Dale and Tucker versus Evil. Have you seen that? Which one's that one? I wasn't sure if you saw it or not. That's what I was going to say. But it's Dale and Tucker versus Evil. He's one of the main guys in it. That's on drive. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't Did you ever get a chance to... That's a cute kitty. <laughs> that's a little chihuahua she's holding. Yeah. It. Like, that's a cute kitty. <laughs> You ever see Deadbeat? Oh, uh, you, you you showed me. Uh, it's yeah, great, man, it's great. He's he's a star of it. Kind of the unofficial sequel to Reaper. If you ever got a chance to like Reaper, 
You ain't a little devil. <laughs> I want to see a movie with him only too. You ever get that like where there's little side characters where I want to see their whole? Oh yeah, 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 definitely. I heard there's an unofficial sequel to the Big Lebowski coming up, and it's gonna be focused on Jesus. Really, uh, John Turturro? Yeah, I don't know if it's a rumor or not, or. But I heard that one time, I'm like, oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Would you ever, uh, get, like, do it from a girl, from a hot chick like that? Like that? Yeah, like, take, you know, whatever with a dildo or a strap on? Uh, probably not, man. Yaki's done that to me a couple times. <laughs> I didn't mind it as much as I thought I was going to mind it. And then it made me worry. <laughs> I remember, like, um, I was talking about this. And where was it? Oh, with the uh, episode 75 with the, the Retro Convo. They're, you know, uh, check out them. Um, check them out on iTunes, one of my favorite oh, podcasts. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you weren't here for that one. Well, I remember you were in, I think you were in Conrad, right? Chicago? Uh, for the. Or no, that was a show. You were that at was a show. That was a 311 show. That's, That's right. 311 show. But we were talking about how, like, in boot camp, like, I, I don't remember getting, it was, like, three months, right? And I didn't get an erection the entire time. And I remember, and, you know, you, you take showers, um, you know, you're basically, basically, like, 50, 60, you know, people in the same shower room at once, mm-hmm. you know, and you're like, oh, you know, you're trying not to stare and do all this thing. I remember thinking, like, oh, I guess I'm not gay. <laughs> you know, that kind of <laughs> like, this is one way to find out, you know? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> uh This soundtrack was really good, too. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely a great soundtrack. He always picks a good soundtrack. Do you remember um, Clerks 2, the opening? I think it was Talking Heads. Yeah, it was Talking Heads. Oh, that, 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 and then, of course, 1979, Smashing Pumpkins. Absolutely. There was that montage. Goodbye scene. Horses. I was like, was man, like he's, he's, he puts great music for his, uh, to go along with this shit, you know? Um, same thing with the Farrelly Brothers movies. Mm-hmm. I really like their soundtracks. Yeah. Even, like, a lot of the music that I, I've... So a lot of it I've never heard before, but like it fits so well with whatever the scenes that they were in. Yeah, it's like it's like almost like I have heard it. You know, I don't know if that makes any sense, but what should we call it? Uh, I remember hearing an interview with. You don't know, have all all Quentin's. Uh, oh yeah. All the movie, you know, I call it a band apart. The mm. the play mix, and it's just you know it's nothing but kind of Quentin Tarantino soundtracks. And he specifically said when he's directing a scene, when he's filming a scene. In the back of his head, he knows the song that needs to go to this too. So he even has word in, uh, on that. And I was like, mm. That's great. Like, you know, I can imagine like if I did things, if I was a director of a film, I would probably be the exact same way. Like, I know what song I want to hear for this scene because it wants to elicit that emotion. Right. I, you remember that the way certain um, certain songs made you feel at certain moments. Like, I even earlier today, I was watching a top ten. Top ten on oh, Watch Mojo. Top ten songs mm-hmm. that makes you cry every time or something like that. Uh, none of them did. I was like, with the exception of number one, which is like, man, if this isn't number one, then this list is bullshit. That kind of thing. And it mm-hmm. happened to be number one. And it was Eric Clapton's Tears in Heaven. Mm-hmm. And 
you have to know the backstory right. to get that. Right. But even if you didn't, it's a great song, right? It's a great song if you didn't, you can tell it. But you know the backstory, and it's tragic, and it hits you. In the mm-hmm. And and every time I hear that song, I'm thinking about, man, what was Eric Clapton going through when he wrote this? You know, was this his version of coping? Was this, was this his after everything, after he probably thought about killing himself a hundred times, you know? Right, right. What, like, what, what was he going through when he wrote this song? How did this come out so flawlessly, you know? It, it's a very, very interesting um, when you listen. And that's kind of the, the mentality that you bring to when you're filming uh, a film in a certain scene. I want to listen to this reaction. I want this. I want, I, want, um, I want what this song made me feel to now be associated with this. So every time I hear, um, if the movie, especially if the movie's popular enough, if every time I hear whatever the song is, like, I instinctively think of this movie, you know what I mean? Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Are there any things like that, like, where, like, there's a movie and there's a song comes on and it makes you think of the movie instead of, like, whatever else? It's just become so iconic. It's like this Pavlovian response, uh-huh. you know, where you hear the song and it automatically takes you to it. Yeah. Like, yeah, oh, man. Like, for me, it's, like, like even something stupid, not, not like, to skew away from the whole movie, but if I hear Footloose... I'm not thinking of the movie Footloose. I'm thinking of Roman Michelle's High School Reunion. Oh, okay. So when they start so off. Then they <laughs> and then don't they, know the lyrics. Yeah, and then the, the car keeps shutting down and whatever. And they, <laughs> yeah. I, like so, um, something like that. Yeah, right? yeah. Oh, man. Are there any songs that you equate instinctively makes you think of the film more than just where you were when you first heard a song? Oh, man. Um, fuck. Where did I begin? See, uh. Like, whenever I. Well. It's not even that. I say whenever I hear Reba McIntyre, I think of Tremors because she was in it. <laughs> okay. But that doesn't really apply all that much. Because, you know, there are those songs that just, like, off the top of my head, I can't really think of any. It's just, uh, I don't want it to be dead air while I fucking... What do you think? Um, Dolly Parton does that for me a lot, too. What, 9 to 5? Wait, was she in 9 to 5? Or what yeah, I that was 9 to 5, yeah. Who, that's one of Gwen's favorite movies. Who was 9 to 5, babe? Uh, Dolly Parton, who else? Uh, Lily Tomlin. Lily Tomlin. Oh. Jane Fonda, yeah. I know there was one more, or am I tripping? No? Oh, you know who the boss was? The boss was the dick in 9 to 5. The boss was that dickhead who was the boss in Clifford. <laughs> um, that was your favorite movie, right, Goo? Uh, Clifford. It wasn't Charles. Charles Grodin, you think? No, I mean, well, that was, you know, Uncle Martin. Uncle Martin? Oh, Uncle Martin. That's the movie we got to do, too. Clifford, <laughs> easily one of my favorite comedies of all time. <laughs> Martin Short, man. Martin Short. Wish I would see him around, like, still, like, doing movies and shit. Martin Short? Yeah. Are you, are you, were you not watching the, uh, like, it came out earlier this year, but Martin and Maya? It was Maya, Maya Rudolph? Rudolph? And Martin Short had like a short. Last oh, year. oh, I it didn't see skit, that. It was a skit comedy show too, and it was that's really good. Oh, I think shit. Hulu has it right now, but I, I highly recommend it. It's really oh. funny. It's kind of like, you know, what it reminded me of. Uh, well, it doesn't remind me of it because I wasn't born then. But Sunny and Cher, like their little. Thing, oh, okay. It reminded me of that. Oh, yeah, not bad. It's really good though. <laughs> They're about to fuck right now for anybody at home. <laughs> oh, he, he makes it known. I work out. I'm trying to think of songs. 
That's how she got famous, yeah. Oh. <laughs> penis. <laughs> Careful, Mary. <laughs> he says it in character but fucks up her name. I love that part. <laughs> Babe, how was your first time having sex? How old were you? It was magical. How old were you? I don't know how to say that. What, how old were you? Me? I was 16. I was late. I was 29. <laughs> what was his name? I'm just kidding. <laughs> just <you>. kidding. <laughs> Fuck you, man. I love this song, too. Why? <laughs> Yeah, live. Sorry. They're go. underrated. They're really good. They're different, definitely 90s, but they're, they're they're really they have great great tunes. <clears throat> well, you know how you were uh, like I'm just trying to think of songs. You know, like when you yeah. hear a song, it makes you think of the movie. <laughs> it's kind of like that, but not just the movies. Just like in either periods of my life or just like random memories not even like from my youth or anything right. just like random shit like what um <clears throat> like um shit uh, uh did you ever see uh, where the wall things are yeah like wake up the arcade fire song that's like you know like one of the main songs, like from the movie, you know. Even though I know Karen O from the AAS, she did the soundtrack. Yeah. Or she was featured on it. But like, like for some reason, uh, like that song, uh, when I hear it, it reminds me of just being uh, drunk in downtown LA. It's like, like three in the morning, and I'm walking around trying to figure out where I'm gonna like. What well, I'm gonna I remember do. actually picking you up in downtown LA like at three in the morning because your Uber drive never showed up. No, that was for something else. No, but I'm saying like I remember. <laughs> Exactly. Don't give me that look, dude. <laughs> you know what song, ironically, like uh, the Oompa Loompa song, you think like, oh, we look it reminds me of actually seeing you in that uh, in that play. Oh, when yeah. I was, oh, man. You know, when you were a kid. Oh, yeah. In elementary. Was that elementary? Yeah, that was elementary, yeah. yeah. Well, I think you were like, what, fifth grade, sixth grade? I was in fifth grade, so yeah. So I had to be like in second grade, I think, right? Yeah, probably, yeah. Some, and I just remember like, oh, yeah, I went to go see that, this really one play or whatever. Uh, rest in peace, uh, Gene Walter. I, I was trying to segue to that. Yeah, absolutely. Hell yeah. That's, um, uh, it's funny because you look at movies from that he did. You know, you look at something like Young Frankenstein or something like Blazing uh, uh, Saddles, and he his delivery was almost Marx Brothers ish, but hmm. not in the whole gimmicky. Right. It was very right. subtle. It was very uh, like I remember the first movie like where like. I didn't, when I was a kid, I watched, it was him and Richard Pryor. Oh, it's Cino Evil. Evil. Oh, and great I, one. Great yeah, one. You're fantastic. And I remember thinking, like, oh, just, you know, I didn't put it together until later. Like, oh, that's the dude that played Willy Wonka, you know, who do And um, I was like, oh, this is one of those guys that 
his comedic timing was something I hadn't seen before. Mm. It was very subtle. It was very condescending, and it was very, um, like, it just fit the scene. It just fit. Right. And I remember, like, man, that's that. I like, I like that. I remember thinking, like, I like these kind of things. Now you actually you have probably the whole generation of now. That's the kind of comedy that's famous now. Hmm. That's kind of like what's playing now in this whole um, modern day uh, post hipsterish era, where this very sarcastic, very like uh, condescending type of mean comedy. You know, right? But he was one of those that did it. I I remember this scene in Sino Evil Here No where obviously Richard Pryor is the blindwood and, mm-hmm. and Gene Wilder is the the deaf one, but. He's like, have you tried yelling in your ear? Like, so Richard Pryor like yells in his ear, like, ah, can you hear me now? Like, I can think. And he's like, oh, I think I hear. Oh wait, no, it's because I'm deaf. You fucking mor- <laughs> or night fucking you moron. Like, I just remember that scene. That's great. Babe, what's your first uh, memory of uh, Gene Wilder? See why she's always wrong in arguments? <laughs> See what I'm talking about? Uh, let me go check on your suit. <laughs> <laughs> she just, if you didn't hear that, she doesn't know who Gene Wilder is. Gene Wilder, uh, you would know him from Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Oh. You can go fuck you. <laughs> he wasn't a comedic influence in your life? Sorry, no. Am I speaking up a little bit, please? What? He wasn't a. You didn't like any of his movies or comedies? I don't think I've ever even seen Willy Wonka. Oh really? It's okay. I mean, I I don't. I think people make a bigger deal of it than it was, but I I I like the movie, but it wasn't like. What other movies was he in? I'm I'm not gonna answer that. Just out of respect for Gene Wilder. Because you don't know either. Tell me. Anything with Mel Brooks, basically. Mm. What that, what that you don't even know who Mel Brooks is, do you? You son uh-huh. of a bitch. Uh, there's a great scene, not streaming, a great scene, a great interview <coughs> with fucking um, Conan O'Brien when he was still in New York a few years ago. Where Gene <laughs> Wilder comes on and was promoting one of his latest books. This is maybe like five, five years ago, give or take. And he's so it, it, it's curious to see um how genuine he is hmm. yeah very he there's like a wonder to him almost you know he's, <laughs> he's a real cool dude though wait but what other movies maybe i have seen him in other movies and i just don't know um well the ones we mentioned already young frankenstein blazing saddles see no evil I'm trying to think of something more commercial that she might see it in. something more more current This is, I is that really a bad I thing know. that I don't know? I, I, is it I mean, that serious? Huh? Is, that, is it that serious? I think so. He just died. Pay some respect for him. Yeah. I mean, it's sad that he died. You don't know. It's not sad to you. You don't give a fuck. You know <clears> he's. It's sad when people die. Oh, he was Period. married to Gilder Wren. Yeah, they were married for a while. Uh, I think actually before she died. Until she died, I mean. So, who's the third one? Gene Wilder? Uh, Juan Gabriel, who's going to be the third the one? Producers. Yeah. The producers. Who's the bunny, Who Who's going to be the uh, third one in the celebrity deaths, do you think? Someone old or someone random? Third celebrity deaths. Celebrity deaths are always happening in threes. Who's the next one? Hopefully not Woody Allen. I want to see some more from him. You know, um, he's hit or miss, but the um, what's the last one he did? Was it Blue Velvet? Not Blue Velvet. Wasn't that a 
David Lynch? Yeah, no, I'm th there's one he did something Blue Orchid. Oh, um. Blue Flower? Blue Jasmine. Um, Blue Jasmine. That, yeah. that, that was. That was uh, Woody Allen? Yeah, I think that was Woody Allen. And it was really good. Now, the last one he's done recently. I think you know what I'm going to say. Where I, I, I it's re we should watch that one to do a podcast on that one is Midnight in Paris. Midnight in Paris. Oh, I was just listening movie. to the soundtrack earlier, man. Uh, that's one. Of the, yeah, great. Another one, great soundtrack. Oh, but yeah. that's one of the ones where, like, I feel you know, obviously Woody Allen wrote that movie with him as what you know he used to write his own that he'd star in. You know, whatever. Hundred percent. Right. Owen Wilson is the new Woody Allen as far as he, uh, obviously you know his, his character. Character. But yeah. Th that. He plays him so fucking well. Like he's playing Woody Allen so good in this in Midnight in Paris. It's really good. I really, really, oh, really man, love yeah. that movie. I mean, I like I like you know historical fictions. I'm a big fan of those in general. But the movie's so well well written with a very clever gimmick. That gimmick of whole going back, you know, oh at midnight, in, you know, at this spot at midnight, you can go back 50 years and whoop de whoop, you know, right, right, your right. thing. And then the whole. When he he's with uh, um, Homegirl's character, uh, uh, Cole, uh, uh, Mary where she does the exact same thing, only her to her perspective 30, right. 40 years earlier. And I was like, oh my god, that's so fucking clever! That's so clever. Like, uh, and he makes a great point about how appreciating the time you had in the now, right? Mm -hmm. Appreciating that time, making the most of it because it is true. Like, you think about it, like, oh, I would have, uh, whether it has to be a time or anything, like, oh. I could do so much with this if only this, if only this. That's kind of like where you're saying, right. like, well, no, you, you don't if only this. You're in this now. So what can you do with this time you have now? You know, don't be mm -hmm. that what if or if only. Be the guy or be the girl who's like, I'm in now, so let me make the best of this situation. I'm in a shit, shitty situation now. Let's make the most of it now so I can look back at a moment like, I'm glad I made that decision or I'm glad I did these things or I'm glad I had this experience, et cetera, right. so, you know, that kind of thing. This part's really weird. I like this part. I like this very, part a lot. Very real to how it would be in a real relationship or in the real world. It there's like this tiptoeing thing that, especially when you're younger, especially in your high school, especially in your post uh, grad years, you whatever the fuck, you know, your late teens or the twenties, where you're um, you tiptoe around a lot of situations where you don't want to straight up call. You're you're almost like embarrassed or afraid to be like, I, I don't like this. You know, I, I'm being offended here. I don't, you know. Mm -hmm. You're all, uh, I'm being disrespected, that kind of thing. You're you're afraid to do that, you're, so you'd rather just sit and take the pain than speak your mind about something like, wait, why are you doing? Why are you why are you going up to the room with this girl? I I like you, you know. Like, instead of saying what how you really. No, feel. yeah, yeah, I get you. Um, the term for it is called skinny love, like two people that are in love with each other, but yeah. uh, they won't admit it to one another. They just kind of pretend that it's not there, like the elephant in the room. I like I like obese love. Huh. Yeah, I, I, I like the. Fuck that chick. Oh, hashtag BBW. <laughs> BBBW. I like black women. Big, beautiful black women. Or brown <laughs> women. That's true. It is. Mm. Or fiber. Fiber. <clears throat> Stay hydrated. <clears throat> yeah. What about you? What do you do when you're constipated? Fiber. Fiber. Fiber is a nickname for my dick. <laughs> Great. No. <laughs> I have to be so inappropriate all the time. 
my best friend but like I like for me personally um I wouldn't be able to come but I'd do it. Not asking you, asking low. <laughs> I couldn't come but I still fucking like You don't answer these questions. Sorry, cheese. <laughs> cheese and rice. Um I think with like stuff like that, um I think like the definitive factor is obviously like the emotional factor. So I mean cause you know like, you can sleep with someone and not feel anything for them, but it's just merely for the act itself. It's just over-exaggerated jacking off. Uh, yeah. What? Uh, it's like jacking off. You're just trying to get your cum out of you. But see, I don't know, because regardless, I think to, like, whatever degree, even if, like, anybody won't admit it, there's still a connection. Obviously, because it's not just you. Like, if it's just you, you know, just getting yourself off, that's one thing. But if there's, right. like, you're, you know, yes. getting, you know, being intimate with somebody else, like, <laughs> Whether or not you want to admit it, like there's like an exchange, not even a physical one, like it's a, on a different level. You know, you kind of sound like uh, I'm not saying you're wrong because um, I agree with you, but I sound like Cameron Diaz in Vanilla Sky. There's a conversation where she's arguing with Tom Cruise. Like, uh, is that the one where she's going crazy? Your yeah, cum. exactly. <laughs> it could mean something. It's a promise, <laughs> and it's fucking promise. <laughs> Fuck out of here. Anyways, okay, you know, I'm not gonna drive anybody <laughs> off like a bridge or anything, you know, but. But uh, there's still something happening there, obviously. You mm-hmm. know? I mean, it's obvious. It's like, unless like you're really like, um, uh, like, what is a, is it like a sociopath where they just do shit without any like emotional like, connection? Yeah. Like sociopath of sorts? Like, unless it's something like that, but I mean, there's still something going on there, you know? Like, and I'm not saying that it, it means that you guys are going to like fall in love or anything. I'm just saying there's still like, while you're, you know, in that moment with another person, you know, like, experiencing this thing with them, mm-hmm. there's something going on, you know? Yeah, but, I mean, that could be, to say there's nothing going on is, I mean, it's almost, like, obvious there's something going on. <laughs> right. In the sense that even if someone cooks for you, and uh, you have a really good meal, and you're really hungry, and she co- and the girl cooks for you, there's actually a connection right there. There's a bond. Right. Now, would you want to get into the whole emo of it? Because it might be emotions, and it might be some kind of, but really what it is is, She's helping, you know, on an evolutionary scale, she's helping you survive. Okay. I get that. She's feeding you. Too. You're hungry. She's feeding you. She can help you survive a little bit longer. So there's a, a subconscious connection there. It's kind of the same thing with um, with what's going on with sex, obviously, to a more uh, extreme extent. But uh, what's supposed to happen when when you have sex is uh, spreading the seed around survival of the fittest, you know? Right. Right. Gotcha. And Definitely. that's what the connection is there. It, but it's a glorified version of someone who's just feeding you. Or someone who's taking care of you, or someone who helps you when you're sick. Even like nurses, the Nightingale syndrome is an example. Of that, mm. The whole, the real thing. The nurse right. that takes care of you brings you back forms. to life, to health. <clears throat> that bond forms. <clears throat> That's cool. Oh, when I was in Chicago, I went to this museum. Uh, it's called the Museum of Surgical Research, and I, there was a letter. There was like this little like section of uh, mm-hmm. like Florence. Florence Nightingale is pretty cool. Uh, Florence Nightingale? Yeah. Well, uh, uh, go ahead. Why? Oh, <laughs> oh, sorry, that was disgusting. Speaking of which, do you have any dip goop? She shit on his face. Huh. Babe, would you ever do that? Like, um. Poop on your face? Yes. No, no. I don't want to do that. Fine. Every time you make me bad. Okay. I wouldn't mind on my chest. My face, no. My chest, if you wanted to, you could do it. But I don't poop solid, so that's. 
<laughs> You'd probably look more like this guy. <clears throat> I wouldn't want you to do that to me. <clears throat> Why? No, because I don't like that. It's I a connection. Like it's a bond. You don't want to admit it, but there's a bond there. If I no, show you. BS. If you guys are into that kind of thing, I mean, it's not for everybody. Uh, it's all the... We're pretty adventurous when it comes to the anybody. sex life. And by we're pretty adventurous means I do shit and she lets me. You know, but for the most part, the shitting or pissing thing, like I piss on you in the shower all the time. And I don't think it's a sexual thing. <clears throat> for me, it's just like a control thing, I think. I like pissing oh, on you. like the way dogs kind of mark their character? Something like that, yeah. I think it's an evolutionary thing. <coughs> Excuse me. Personal stuff. Yeah. Where's the consent form? <laughs> have to that's, how you know, that's how you know she doesn't listen to podcasts because I'm always talking about this about her. On it. <laughs> I'm gonna sue you. Don't talk about me personal stuff. Mm, suing. <laughs> I was like when Homer uh, taught the class and he signed up about Marge's yeah. like personal stuff. Yeah, absolutely. See, this is funny. I've never noticed before. But you said the exact same thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's great. <coughs> uh, no sitting on that side. I didn't notice that before. So yeah, same thing. <coughs> you see it? <coughs> Documentary about the Broad Street Bullies? Oh, I know they have one, but I haven't watched it. Really good, man. I mean, even if you're not into hockey, it's just a really good, really well. I think it's Leif Schreiber that's the narrator. Oh, Disney? Huh. Ross the Boss, right? No. <coughs> yeah. <coughs> Damn, there's been a, a piece of pepperoni stuck in the back of my throat for like the last five minutes. Just, uh, reach for this guy. That would help, really? Yeah, like whenever, like, if you put spit, whatever. Yeah. Uh, I just remember, like, <clears throat> mom would tell us to uh, just raise our hands. I guess it just kind of opens up the tubes a bit. She gave me some great advice about uh, hiccups, curing hiccups. That I oh, still, my mom? Yeah, so to this day I still use. Did she scare the shit out of you? No, no, no peanut butter. <laughs> spoonful of peanut butter, instant cure, and it has never failed me. Seriously? I'm not even kidding. <clears throat> and I was like, I was like, I quit that to her. Like, uh, that's probably the best advice, practical advice I've ever received in my life. Oh, it didn't really work. <clears throat> and you know, you drink a lot, you get the hiccups. Spoonful it happens, of it happens. Spoonful of peanut butter is an instant cure. Babe, do you have any um, remedies that you ever grew up with? Um, <clears throat> no, not really. Well, when I got sick not too long ago, people were telling me all kinds of remedies. Did any of them work? Um, You're cured now, right, Herbie? The tequila. Huh? Pour the tequila on my herpes. That works. Tequila to drink or to? Yeah, drink for like a sore throat or something. With a lime or some shit, and no, that works for real. Like yeah. What about you, little thing? Um. <clears throat> uh, liquor, but just uh, just a mm, I, I like liquor. Group. You can't yeah. liquor. I liquor. <laughs> um. Yeah, uh, alcohol. Why oh, you roll your eyes like that? God damn it! Oh, shit. Um, I, I, uh, I just, uh, Google stuff, you know, to be honest. It was funny because Loves tried to be, like, sweet or, you know, being considerate, like, oh, um, <clears throat> you can sit right there at Lofi, or Jack, like, when, you know, when you tell you to see, like, go ahead and sit next to him. Jack was like, no, I'm fine. <laughs> sit over here. You can stay in the middle. 
This part's funny because it reminds me of me and Jackie and their relationship. <laughs> That's how Jackie talks to me. Jackie, she told me friends like that, huh, babe? When they count you out. <laughs> I love that part. <laughs> I always feel bad in movies when they have people that are, like, not attractive. And, like, they make them, like, the obviously not attractive person or, like, the big like person. Like, on purpose? And they, yeah, and they make fun of them. You're talking about TJ Campbell? She's attractive. Like, her boobs look weird. So what? <laughs> See, like, yeah, like, that's so mean. I didn't know that's not like a prosthetic or something. Like know, they just kind of like weigh it down so or something. Personal. Like I never. But they're actors. They used to. Like. Yeah, she looks hot. I mean, I still do her. You do anybody? BBBWs. Quiet. BBBWs. I said it earlier. <coughs> I still want to address like what you said. I just gotta what you play with it a little bit. About the herpes? What did you say? No, oh, no, just earlier about wait. Was it a two-parter? I think you asked me something. You go, With the best friend. No, casual sex. You said yes. But, but you said with somebody that you know. You said yeah. like with your best friend. Yeah. Because already there's kind of like an emotional connection. So it's, I don't know, kind of up in the air. Like, situations like that, they won't last long before somebody actually feels something like I don't know, man, because right. I've had sex plenty of times with, with girls who, like, I'm fine regular homies with them afterwards. Yeah, I, I stayed friends with all my exes. You had sex with all your exes? Uh-huh. Oh, like, like the X chromosomes? Like, like, <laughs> like on a genome level? I do this on purpose. I like making love feel very uncomfortable. I'm not even uncomfortable. We're doing like this fake fighting most of I'm just trying to defuse the situation. Yeah, fake fighting. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's all for the camera. Microphone. Who do you have oh, sex with? What? Who do you have sex with? Name it. Names. <laughs> Already name them? Yeah. They might sue me. You won't. They might sue me. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> what about a girl? Have you ever done any like lesbian stuff that you found yourself having an emotional connection with afterwards? No. You ever tried just to see if you were gay? No. I mean, I've, I've done the... I'm sorry. I mean, no offense to... Whatever, like yeah, you sound super homophobic right now. <laughs> for me, for me, no, like personally, no. I tried to, I tried to, I, I, like, kiss a guy, I couldn't do it. You couldn't even watch that commercial, the gay bachelor, whatever that, that was. It was so fucking gay. The <laughs> fuck so out of here with that bullshit. Don't, I mean, I know. That I, was I, sweet. I actually kid around a lot, like, oh, you know, the whole, like, gay chicken thing. It's like, oh my god, you're sitting next to me? It's weird. I might hit you. I finally were. God damn it. Now I can't. We need distance. <laughs> Serious. For us to, all right, to do the gimmick. For us to do the gimmick. Okay. No. Yeah, like I tried, like, oh, you know, the whole, like, you, you know, it's part of the whole comedy act, too. Like, the whole, um, even last night, you know, at the bachelor party, uh, I was doing a lot of gay jokes, and it's funny because, like, you know, I'm obviously not, um, I'm, I'm just not, I'm not, uh, even if I was gay, I, I wouldn't be the flaming type, you know. I just don't have that. <clears throat> How do you call it? The the the, the flamer one? 
Yeah, I mean, it just, it just, it just, looks, it, like, it, it, if I was Jewish and I'd be making a bunch of kite jokes, mm. that's kind of that whole thing, you know, it's just, it, kind of like empowering it. It just doesn't, it doesn't, it's even funnier because it doesn't look coming out from someone like me. Give an example, who's not gay, but looks feminine, um, Josh Gad, you know what I'm talking about? He looks feminine? Yeah, very, very, very weak, very feminine, I mean, not weak, but feminine. Uh, He's got like the, the, I don't know. I see. Like I was okay. gonna say, like a I'll funny give an example. It's funnier if uh, remember when Ar- Arlie Ermy in uh, fucking Saving Silverman made out. Oh, out that's of right. So it's just funnier. Uh, gotcha. It's coming from someone not the archetype type thing, you know. Gotcha. Um, but uh, but for whatever reason, when I'm watching like I'm watching RuPaul's Drag Race with Gwen, uh, and that's just funny right there. That visual of me, <laughs> well, it's funny. But we're watching that. You know, that's her favorite show, and me and Jackie watch it with her a couple times. And uh, the every single commercial on there is a gay commercial. Like it's it's towards gay people, and it's free. And there's what was it called? The show called the, the Gay Bachelor um, Show. Isn't it something Finding Mr. Right or find Prince Charming? Something something charming. Something gay. And uh, <laughs> stop it. No, I, I and all the commercials are like, oh, dudes m- making out or kissing and, and it, caressing like faces. whatever. It's yeah. so cute. It's, it's very. <laughs> But instinct, okay, so you find it cute, but for me, like, I find it visually disturbing. Like, yeah, oh, it's uncomfortable. I have to look away. Yeah, and I'm very much, look, I'm, like, looking, yeah, just, I'm very, looking at Jason Mew's balls right now, and it's not uncomfortable to me, though. That's fine to me. That, for whatever reason, that's, is it, could you think, because I'm uh, afraid emotionally of an actual real connection? And that's why kissing is more, since kissing is more intimate, it's just straight fucking? Hmm. Do you think so? Am I afraid of that? Yeah. Of an actual connection? On an emotional connection? Um, what? Is, is this in, it's still in reference to what we were talking about, you mean? Oh, no, I just Men? meant... <laughs> oh. Right, so I just the, meant a scene guys kiss is, like, visually, oh, to look away type thing. Mm. And I'm very progressive, ironically. I'm very, like, oh, yeah, gay dudes all the way, you know, I have gay homies and all that bullshit. Just you know? don't do it in front of me? No, I can't, I can, they're, they're kissing... No, even but even no. like, but even co- even said. straight couples making out in front of me is weird. You don't think so? I think what it is really is I'm afraid of that intimate uh, connection or an intimate. Like I don't like seeing. Do you look people. away when two women kiss? No, that's awesome. Okay, that's awesome. so it's not. That. <laughs> but that's nothing emotionally connection. That's fucking straight horny shit right there. That's oh, just like that. The Dutch writer. Yeah. Would you be able to do that with a guy? Yeah, I'll do that. But you just wouldn't be able to watch him kiss the Yeah, movie. I don't know why. Kissing is very, um, <coughs> I, yeah, it's intimate to me. and It's weird. You know, actually, it's kind of an offshoot of that conversation we had with, I think it was you and, uh, who was the other guy, the guest we had? Was it Rick or Derek from the Spin That Back podcast on YouTube? Mm-hmm. I think it was them, but whatever it was, I remember it was a whole thing about how, um, like I think I'd almost rather um, take it up the ass than kiss it, make out with the dude. Like what? With the lesser of which would if you had oh, to? It was um giving you a blowjob. Yeah, something like that. But yeah, I, I remember I think, for whatever reason, like kissing, like oh, I couldn't do that one. I could do the uh, I'll fuck it. I'll do the other ones, whatever. Because you don't have to. to look at it. It's like it, it, it's like the visual stimulus of it, right? Like if you're making out, is it? I don't know. I'm just saying. I think I have a really big problem with like kissing being so intimate or so personal to me. It's just weird. Hmm. I don't know why. What do you think, babe? 
Thinking um, homosexual? Is that what you're thinking? Like, I married mm. a fucking fag. Is that what you're thinking right no. now? No. <laughs> or what do you think my problem is with kissing? And, you know, I like to kiss. Like, I try to kiss. Jackie doesn't like kissing. She always, like, turns me away. And I feel very rejected all the time. But, uh, but yeah, what do you think about... Do you think that I have a, something going on there with kissing for some reason? No. For me? I think you're just homophobic. I'm not homophobic. That's it's what I'm talking about. I'm not I'd love gay dudes. Hang out. I make it a purpose to... I still make those, like, gay jokes that I do with, like, the Marine homies or whatever when there's gay guys around. And they, and, and I like to, like... When you're putting... Isaiah, our friend of ours, right? Mm-hmm. I, when I first made him, I 100% did not take my foot off the pedal. I, you know, I let him feel comfortable with the <laughs> awkwardness, right? <laughs> no? That's just your, like... You just... Because you like to make jokes. Like, any mm-hmm. kind of jokes. Yeah, it but... It have I'm anything saying, to do with... Exactly, I didn't change for him, or whenever your your uh your black friends. I actually are black. I like John and uh John Jones. Oh. Whatever. I did. I still make those same racial jokes. I, not like I taking my foot off the pedal or my foot off the gas. You know. Mm-hmm. So I think and you felt a, comfortable at in WeHo. Yeah. When men were dancing, staring at you. I I didn't. I that was the cheap. That was the most I got drunk for the least amount of money. I want to go back there. Can we go back there? <laughs> I think oh, you're the. Was in this? Yeah, she's at the uh, dance. We were talking about her podcast. Uh-huh. <sighs> Man, that movie went by quick. This is great. I don't yeah, know if this is a commentary we were looking for. We no. can probably do it. But it's still like, it's still like, like <laughs> spark. You know, uh, we usually do three-hour podcasts. We could do a th- another movie. I'm different one. Uh, let's put a pause real quick, and we'll come back with another movie for you guys. Uh, we're doing uh, Milk Money. Milk Money, what, it just, I saw it on Netflix. I remember watching this movie when I was a kid. Yeah, same, same. And I remember I want to say like, a Super Saver. So, yeah, 100%. I think, well, we see this together? We probably I did, now that we think about I, it, yeah. You know what, yeah. And I remember watching it like, oh man, 100 bucks, I could see a chick naked, that's awesome, I wanted to do that. <laughs> and that was only, I think this movie came out in 94, so it had to be been only 9, maybe? still say that. 8, 9 years old? <laughs> uh, well, yeah, 100 bucks, I could see this chick, 20 bucks now, babe. Um, what do you call it? Kathleen Kennedy, or was it Kathleen Marshall? Oh, I forget. Go ahead. And, uh, I remember liking the film, but for that reason, I'm curious to see how the movie turns out now that you're, uh, you know, we're older. Or right. Yeah. I used to really like it back in the day. Melanie Griffith, Harris. Who were the kids? Was it that kid from Blank Check, or was it the kid? Do you remember who the kids were? Um, Blank Check? Michael Patrick. I think that's the kid. That's the... Uh, Malcolm McDowell. McDowell. Oh, shit. Oh, nice. Oh, that's right. He he was like the pimp or whatever. Then they asked for his blessing or whatever. Oh, like, yeah. That was oh, Malcolm man. McDowell? Huh. Who's that Haitian? Another prostitute probably? Maybe. Hmm. But I like, like watching these movies like, oh, shit, remember him from this? And they're like, oh, wow, this is early. Yeah. I remember watching My Boyfriend's Back. Did you ever... Do you know that movie? It was the original Warm Bodies. It was the original uh, oh. zombie uh, love movie. Mm-hmm. I love that movie. Yeah, the great movie. Uh, What's his face was in it from Dead Man on Campus and uh, Van Wilder. Um, the tall dude. Well, anyways, he's the boyfriend. The boyfriend dies, comes back as a zombie, but in the credits, it's Phil Hoffman, and. And then you see him, and it's like, oh, shit. And it's Philip Seymour Hoffman, who we know him as now. Oh, no but shit. But in the credits, he's Phil Hoffman. Huh. Like Samuel Jackson? Wasn't he just like Sam Jackson Sam or Jackson, yeah. 
What is that, babe? It's a vagina condom. Seriously? Mm -hmm. That's what they look like? Have you ever used one of those? No. Have you ever felt what that looked like? Never felt it? Yeah. No. You never tried it? Put it up your booty? No. Or whatever Why would I put it up my butt? Or whatever. I don't know what. Vagina? <laughs> no. Uterus? It's a trouble drinking. That's scary. Those are less less safe or less uh, effective than mm -hmm. uh, a guy caught them, right? I have no idea. Mm. How old were you when you lost your virginity? 15? I was 10 years old. Did you like the guy or you didn't like him? What? The guy who took your virginity, did you like him? No, I hated him. Why did you? We made hate. Why did you do it? That's, oh, from, shit. that's from Vulgar. Huh. Huh. He just referenced the clown. Perfect huh. time. How old were you? How old did you think you were gonna be when you we had sex for the first time? Loaf. Oh me? Yeah. When you were a kid this age, and you're like, I wonder how old you gotta be to have sex or whatever. What were uh, one of those like little random like kid questions about. Yeah. Like, oh man. I guess just because of. <laughs> Um, are you kind of brought up like, oh, you get married, you marry, and you have, yeah. like, probably something like that, like, oh, I'd be like a grown-up, like and married, like, I don't think I, I had like an age in mind, like a number age, just like, you know, I'd be like a, an adult, like, I'd be grown-up, and then right, I'd get married, right. and then I'd have kids. Huh. So, I'm trying to think, like, whatever, like, a grown-up age would be. <coughs> what about you, babe? Pre-puberty, how old did you think you were going to be? Married, older, I don't know, maybe like late 20s. Late 20s? Yeah. Oh. That's interesting. When I was in like, I don't know, do girls nowadays like think about having sex? At of a course. Younger? They just they do, do it, apparently. Of course they do. It's this That's generation. scary. I guess if you have shitty parents, it's scary. If you don't, you don't have nothing to worry about. What do, for, so. what do we have to worry about? Are we not good parents to our kid? Is Gwen not growing up fucking... She's the best little person I know? That kind of bullshit? I'm saying for a little girl it would be scary, wouldn't it? Like, thinking about sex? I mean, I was... I, I mean, I don't think... I wasn't thinking about sex when I was little, but... Yes, you were. No, it? no I'm saying it doesn't matter. I mean, anything's... The real world is scary. It's what's scary. You know, but you don't have to worry about that if you're not, um, you got to go to head and shoulders where you can be prepared for the real world or you can prepare for the harsh realities of whatever the fuck this world has to bring you, then you're, you know, you're only going to be as a work. How old did you think you were going to be? To have sex? Yeah. 15. So you had shitty parents? No, they're good parents, but I, ha I was exposed so, to it way more. They just didn't censor us the things, so we were Yeah, exposed. it was like movies and shit. Yeah, we were exposed to way more stuff. We could watch so What do you mean, then? You have shitty parents. You think about sex at the end. What I'm talking about is, like, if you're not prepared for this world, <coughs> your parents have not prepared you. Ours didn't really do that, but when the sense they did, by, you know, letting us watch, watch movies. Fuck. Yeah, and that kind of prepared... In a, in a, in that, it's almost like reading uncensored books, you know, or that's like reading movies you're not supposed well, to... How did that prepare you for... Well, you know about, well, the fact that I knew what sex was when I was four years old because I saw this movie that, that called The Silencer and I knew about boobies and shit that I didn't, you know, like, oh, okay, they already know. My exposure was very early on, so my maturity grew along with it.
So as you knew about sex from watching movies? Yeah. And from hearing my parents. The reason I didn't walk into my parents when I heard them doing it when I was like five or six because I already knew what they were doing. You know? As five and six you were watching sex movies? I was watching movies and some of them had sex in it. You disagree. Our kids are the same way. How do you disagree if our kids are the exact same way? They're watching movies with sex in it. I don't think when they were five years old, they knew, like, oh, they're having sex. Are you sure? I'm not sure. All right. That's all I asked for. What? You're not sure. You got to leave it open-minded. Like, here comes one of our kids now. Tommy, like, you know about sex and stuff, right? You're eight years old. Come to the mic. I want to hear your opinion on this, generally. How old... Do you think you're going to be when you have sex with what? a girl? Don't ask him that. Why can't I ask him that? Can I speak of my son? No. Why? Not stuff like that. No. When I, go back to the room. This is perfect timing because I want to know his actual opinion no. or his actual thoughts. I don't want him. God damn you and your censoring ways. About talking about Tommy, stuff. what do you no. think? Tommy, like, go back to the room. How old are you going to be when you get in a real relationship, Tom? No. God damn you. No. I could have got a genuine answer out of him out of an eight-year-old. And that would have been great. Don't use him for your... I did, I'm going to ask him after the podcast, but I, I even know that. It would have been great to have it with it. Where's she from? I was just thinking that. I was God just thinking it. Where's she from? That girl from that She's the bad girl from Casper. Yeah. Good call on that one. She's good. Good morning call. Hey, nice. Cranberries, yeah. yeah. I... Uh, Heard at the beginning of the scene. <laughs> I'm watching porn now. And they gotta be like eight years old, right? Sounds about right. This kid even kind of looked like Tommy. No, these kids are in middle school. <laughs> I like that Nintendo in the back. Oh, man. <laughs> We get another beer. You guys want one? Uh, I'm good. You good? Yes. <laughs> oh, I, that's that's yeah. this is kind of weird. Like they're little boys. <laughs> Want to see naked girls? Oh, uh, that's Are actually pretty naked? normal. Yeah. Really? That's yeah. What you're talking about. <laughs> it's pretty normal. I have news for you, girl. Tommy's thing right there. That's so weird. Oh, yeah. Is that going to be enough. like. <laughs> I don't think Gwen's think about naked folks. No, good girls. Girls are, are different, yeah. This song makes me think of the wedding singer. Uh. Uh. What was the name of the group? Was that a Soundgarden sticker in the back of the, the bed I saw? This, yeah. No. Yeah, I did. See, you want me to write it? I'll write it. Trust in life are free. But you can give them to the bird. What do you think, babe? Gross. What? Hey, you wouldn't, you, okay, for 100 bucks, you wouldn't show little kids your body naked? Gross. You wouldn't? No. Oh, my God. 
I would 100% show my body naked. Yeah, it was Soundgarden. It was, right? I would for sure show my body naked to little girls that they paid me 100 bucks. That's disgusting. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Everybody. <laughs> I'm kidding for 100%. I don't know, man. 100 bucks? Are you really? 100 bucks? I need the money. David, what's that? And then what if they were like, ew? David, I, I, once again, <laughs> babe, I proved you wrong once again. It was that I didn't see it. I saw Metallica. God damn it. Do I have to rewind it again? See what I'm talking about, folks? 97 I'm right. 97 percent. that's 90, not what I saw. 97 percent of the time. I'm justified. I'm right. She's wrong. What are they doing? <clears throat> they're like slinging it, yeah. Oh, to, no, they're selling their comic books to raise the money. To sell, to see the naked girl. So they're selling her DVDs and yeah, see, he's getting rid of that shit. What? Is he like the babe? Was there any good-looking guy at school when you were a little kid that you yes. were like you would pay to to wear his jacket? I wouldn't pay to wear his jacket. Yeah. But yes, he was. Cool. Who was that? I don't know. I don't remember his name. Oh. Who is this? If he wants to be. Yeah. Because honestly, I haven't seen this movie since we talked about good music. Yeah. Well, you like this one? This also on the Clueless soundtrack, I think. Clueless! There you go. Say, what else Who's the main lady in there? Melanie Griffith. Man, she's awesome in this. Oh, she was beautiful. I loved her in this movie. At least she's like the reason that I remember watching this movie. I actually was more attracted to Andy Griffith, her dad. <laughs> Andy Griffith. Mm-hmm. Someone's, remember, go- someone's Googling that to make sure that's not right. <laughs> I was like, uh, you mentioned Andy Griffith. I remember watching Spy Hard and he was like the bad guy. Andy yeah, he was with the no arms, right? <laughs> the metal arms. Yup, that's right. Damn, that was a good. Man. Leslie Nielsen. Like, I could watch any Leslie Nielsen. When movie, Leslie man. Nielsen dies? Now, wow. That's going to be one of those, what happened, <laughs> right? Like, comedic genius. He was in Stan Helsing recently, babe, if you remember him. You know who Leslie Nielsen is? No. I hate him. I hate him. Uh, Naked Gun. Remember, uh, he came out of a scary movie. Also. Airplane. Um, Star Trek. Yeah. I don't know if you're, you're being, like, condescending right now. <laughs> no, I know. Uh, we talked about this on the podcast before, but how he was a serious actor. You know, oh, yeah. Later yeah. in his career when he started doing those comedies, that it actually became something. Like, it was, it's funnier to see him in those movies. Mice and Men. He's a little guy in Mice and Men. Hmm. But it's funny. It, it was like the same thing. It was when Liam Neeson did that skit with Life is Too Short and with... With Warwick Davis. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like yeah, yeah. that same kind of thing. Like, you're not expecting this kind of guy. She looks great right here. She looks amazing. Goddamn. That's, that's what it was when Liam Neeson first did Airplane. Like, the comedy. So he played that straight man. It was even funnier to people growing up with that generation. Looking at Leslie Nielsen as a fucking, as a very serious dramatic actor. You know? Right, right. You know what was in that popular Poseidon adventure? Poseidon Adventure. Mm-hmm. How was, old is that, man? That's like nineteen seventy-seven, maybe seventy-five. It's pretty old. Yeah. It was remade uh, a couple of years ago. 
This is a day where kids could go out in the city by themselves, bro. Oh, the nineties. <laughs> Looking for prostitutes? That's crazy. You wouldn't? You never done that? Long Beach Boulevard? No. I didn't go looking, but they were right there. Yeah, pretty much. That was me. <laughs> what? I don't know. I don't know how to be like, oh, yeah, that girl's a prostitute. Was she a working girl, too? Who, Melanie Griffin? Yeah, yes. that was her. It's a good movie. Uh, Harrison, Harrison Ford's in that. Yeah. He's your... a hottie. Yeah, you like him, right? Mm-hmm. Would you do him now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel that way about... Um, Helen Mirren. Yeah, Helen Mirren. 100%. Are you a prostitute? What? Oh, shit. I remember that part. He's wearing gloves. Why? What's this homeless guy? He looks like a pervert. He looks like he's about to touch these kids. about to get raped. What's oh, about scary. <laughs> Really? That would do. Why wouldn't he just... Oh, okay. Why wouldn't just what? Yeah, exactly. It's a right. movie. Like, if it was reality. Would you guys do this if you guys were kids? An honest crook. No. An honest crook. <laughs> An honest crook? What are you talking about? Because <laughs> he's taking him to the naked oh, ladies. Yeah. I remember one of the first times I got ripped off from a, like, a drug dealer or whatever. Uh, I, very naive, but like, oh, okay. How much money do you got? Like, oh, I got 20. Can I get something? And he's like, oh, okay. <laughs> no, they didn't. And we're like, oh, yeah, I got 20. Like, uh, okay, here, give me the money. I'll go get their shit for you. And then he took off to, quote, unquote, go get it. Never came back. I, I think I waited there for a good 10 minutes before, like, well, like, fuck, I, I'm, I'm an idiot. You know, that kind of thing. Have you guys ever had that experience with any, like, uh, you know, in the criminal, under, you know, the criminal, uh, whatever, drug dealers or shit like that? Have I ever experienced I don't a deal with people. Yeah, she's sick, right? I actually, I used to confuse her with Melanie Griffin. Excuse me. I used to confuse Melanie Griffin with like Meg Ryan back in the day. Oh, yeah, I could, I could see that. Up until she, I, you know, I found out or her and Antonio Banderas were together for a Oh, right. They do look alike, right? Oh, yeah, yeah I could see it, I could see it. Would you be a high-class hooker, babe, as opposed to the street yes. walker? Yes, I would. You don't sleep with, like, senators and shit and mayors and shit like that? Yep. So you wouldn't be fucking with me, huh? If I loved you, yes. That's how I would make me money. That's very requiem for a dreamish. Yeah. <laughs> Jennifer Connelly. Would you let me, though? What? If you met me? I'd, I'd, I'm the guy telling you, like, I can take you away from this life. <laughs> very Drake, very Drake of you. 
I don't need to do this, girl. so different if they um if not you know obviously a hundred bucks she's just gonna get straight fucking and i wouldn't say she fucks the little kids but she sucks their little dicks or something like that you know <laughs> you want to think that so that'd be fucking funny wouldn't it like all of a sudden it becomes like a real like i mean not that the, i mean obviously when i was eight years old i wanted to get my little dick sucked by a prostitute you guys never thought that that's what i thought milk money That's what I always thought when I was watching this movie. Like, man, I'd ask for so much more. Fuck that. I remember thinking that, talking about my, to my friends at school. Like, yeah, they only got to see naked. Like, man, I don't want to do more, you know. I want her to touch me or something. Like, I remember thinking that. <laughs> don't they lie to the dad and tell her she does something else? Yeah. What and he they? falls in love with her, then, like, I don't know if he tells her or he finds out, then he gets all super pissed, but... Yeah. And then it doesn't matter. You know how these movies And I know they out. explain why it's milk money, but what was it? Do you remember off the top of your head now, before they do? Uh, they mentioned it earlier. Uh, or they already mentioned it? It's milk money. Milk? <laughs> oh, for titties. Yes. She's hot, too. That, that streetwalker is hot, too. They, they don't look like this on Long Beach Boulevard, for some reason. You know what I mean? This is... Yeah, this is TV, man. This is like a documentary. They're this all is like pretty like, woman shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they all have that blue eyeshadow. Yeah, I, I do. You can tell. I'm gonna go buy you some blue eyeshadow. <laughs> do your thing. I think I have some in there. Gunstefani. Try it. Try it out. <laughs> no, Hell so yeah! Serious. Try it. Try, try it out. See if. Uh, do you have any of these skanky dresses and shit <laughs> with like know. the fishnet stockings? I'm gonna buy you some fishnet oh, stockings. Some fish you do? You have some? No, I don't. Oh, want you some. need some. He knows a great Kelly. Kelly. She's very pretty, though. Yes. She's very nineties pretty. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Like a uh, Kelly Bundy type, you know. Oh, there's, okay. There's definitely a look that uh, blonde bombshells had it in the 90s. Now it's uh, more the look in the, what is it, aughts or 2010s? Hmm. Or the 10s, uh, you know, very contouring, uh, the, that kind of makeup heavy. Right, right. No, and not, not makeup heavy in, in, in the sense how I was in the 70s or 80s, but <laughs> makeup heavy in the whole, like, uh, it, it's becoming an art again. Like, you know what I'm saying? Does hmm. she really show them her boots? I don't remember if I remember. She does, but you don't see it. Yo, okay. Yeah, she gets fully naked, right? She and does? For like a minute. Yeah. No. Yeah, she uh, takes everything off. She gets fully naked for a minute, and she's like, okay, that's it. Time's up. And that, that kind of thing happened, no? Like, it's just kind of like, it just shows her face, right? That, that's all yeah, you yeah, yeah. you see. don't see it, but I'm saying that's what she does. And I remember her being like, yeah, okay, that's it. Time's up, or something like that. I don't know. 
You wouldn't do that to a little boy to make his no. dream come true? What? So gross. To make it, you know what? It'd be gross if it was a guy and three little girls. That's what it'd be Maybe gross. She doesn't get naked. Okay. I can't do it. I want to do it. Oh, sweet. <laughs> 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 yep. I knew it. See? Maybe you were wrong. She didn't get naked. <laughs> okay, well, I remembered it wrong, but I, for the most part, I got it. Oh, yeah, you have to smoke after sex. Is that true? You smoke all the time, regardless of it's sex or That's not. That's the force. <laughs> a weed. I've done it. I've weed. done it, actually. Not cigarettes, weed. I want to be very clear on that. I'm very against cigarette smoking. I'm very for weed smoking. You're not drinking no more, though? Wait, am I done with my beer? No, it's like halfway. But oh, there's some shit. there's some cold ones in the freezer. Oh, okay. Before they pop, you know how it is. No, I get it. Uh, I went through. There's only like one that's been there since earlier. Everybody wants to be where they want to be. There's Anne Hayes again. Anne Hayes showed her butthole on, on TV. And um, Psycho. When she mm. falls in the shower, it's her butthole. So it's not Malcolm McDowell's a pimp. It's this guy. So who's who's? I thought he was like the main one. Like yeah, this asked, guy. This guy. Remember from if you ever saw the uh, Mice of Men with um, John Malkovich and Gary Sinise? Did you ever see that one? Of Mice of Men. Yeah. With uh, Michael Clark Duncan. Nope. He was. No, not I'm thinking Green Mile. I'm tripping. Yeah. Super tripping. What was I gonna look up? I was gonna look up somebody. Why is he looking? Oh, why is he looking? Um, do pimps really look like that? No, they don't. I remember the when I was telling you earlier how we used to uh, sneak off of the, uh, you know, I'd skip school. Wild side, that's right. Wild side. I'd no. skip school and then I'd go to Hollywood on the metro, or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. First time I saw a legit pimp, he just looked like a regular hoodish dude. You know, he was some Samoan dude with like a, you know, with a hoodie on basically. Mm -hmm. and I just remember him like. No bullshit, like yelling at his at his girl, like what the fuck is wrong with you, bitch, like that kind of shit, like you want me to fucking kill you, like that kind of thing. Like I remember, like oh shit, I, I turned over Ernie, and like hey man, man it's real him. He's like yeah, man, yeah. <laughs> I'm like oh that's cool. But they did not have that whole slick back hair, greasy looking, just sleazy looking, right? Like this guy does. It, it wasn't this look at all, you know. I just remember it's being a regular dude. Hmm. No, but he's not the pimp pimp. There's like a main guy. And I want to say that's, that's probably who Michael McDowell What's happened? Because he said that he answered, he answers to somebody. Yeah. It is. Oh, okay. I know. Oh, Pink Cadillac. Huh. Pink. Pink Cadillac. Wasn't pink that a... Pink Cadillac. Brown leather seats. Who came out in that one? <clears throat> pink Cadillac. Clint Eastwood. And he's dating like a girl who sells Mary Kay or bullshit or something. <laughs> Who would you rather do right here, Melanie Griffin or Anne Heche? Who would I rather what? In this movie right now, who would you rather have sex with, uh, Anne Heche or, or uh, Melanie Griffin? Man, just one? <laughs> they all say Melanie Griffith for like delightful pillow talk. Yeah. Like, How is she, or why does she have a pimp if she's so like smart, sassy, and like all? 
Yeah, Clint Eastwood. Pink Cadillac. Who's it? The girl is pretty. She's real pretty. I remember her Peters. Bernadette Peters. Where I remember her from? Oh, the jerk. That's exactly where I remember her. She was the main huh. chick in the jerk. This is New Wait, York. Is this Chicago or New York? Huh. Did they ever mention it? No, no, that's what I've been trying to figure out. I'm like, assuming Chicago just because of the suburbs. They were far. Right. <laughs> Where's Frank? Shotgun. This was from, uh, what, 94? 94, yeah. Oh, this is where he, he means her dad, right? Yep. Or his dad. 94, this is Downward Spiral came out. In 94, yep. That's right, the Downward Spiral came out in 94. Yeah, that's crazy. Siamese Dream. What else came out in 94? A year before Tragic Kingdom? Yeah. Two years before. So technically they were probably still recording and writing. Two years before Lost Highway. Well, yeah, well, they were, yeah, because they were together since 87. <laughs> What's that, babe? He's trying to guess what her name is. What would you? What would be your stripper name or your porn name, babe, or your uh, your hooker name? Any one of the sex industry names. Do you have a fake one? What would it be? Um, I don't know. Like, I, like what? I don't know. Like I, you look like a jasmine to me. Jasmine. Like jasmine blue. That would be your. Saint Clair. Well, when I go out, my fake name is Cindy. Like Why? Cindy. I don't know. Because of that one chick that was fake on your profile with, you remember that? When there was like a fake profile of you as being slutty. Oh, what was it? Wasn't no. it Cindy? No, it was Christine? something else. <laughs> no. Some, like, you know how they have fake pages of whatever, or they have pages of like girls, whatever, whatever. Like sexy, like a Yeah, somebody woman. had took Jackie's pictures of her, like whatever, at clubs or parties. And then mix them in with like a bunch of like, like photoshopped me. Yeah. Like, big breasted. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's just like a lot of shit like that. Like, what the fuck? I mean, the page got reported and taken down or whatever. Uh, so it was like real stuff. Like, I thought it was Cindy, but I just don't remember. And there's like pictures of her with, with like uh, cum on the on the screen, and it's like a screenshot of it. Good you know, lord! Yeah, I mean, it wasn't just me though either. It, it was, was your like, whole like uh, Lucia was on there. Yeah. Um, Angel, Gel, like there's like whatever. It was Denise, just your pictures, Denise. Becky's friend. Yeah, it was just your pictures and like a bunch of pictures of you know from like shit like that in the page. Like I knew it was really weird. Yeah. Good lord. Not safe nowhere these days. Well, I mean, and my page is private, so I don't know. It had it was somebody. If you're out there, you piece of shit. I'm just if you're listening. It was me. I did it. Yeah. One hundred percent, I'd hit that, especially like looking. And if my son like hooked it up with like, oh, let's say Jackie's dead, and. Jeez, <laughs> thanks. Sorry, wishful thinking. But let's say Jackie's I dead. Was, we were divorced, and I was happily married, remarried. No, 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 no. Jackie's dead. And, uh... <laughs> oh, shit, man. And Tommy... Tommy brings home some chick, like, in a little dress, like, whatever the fuck. Like, damn, son. <laughs> He's bringing, him, bringing her home for himself, not you. 
<laughs> I wouldn't even be mad at it if you saw her naked. <laughs> oh, she's a tutor. Yeah, I thought it was teacher, but you're right. I guess tutor. I guess was the thing. He's handsome. I like it, Harris. I was gonna say, yeah. He 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 does bald really good. He has a good bald face. Actually, kind of reminds me of Peter Weller. You enjoy it? Where? But where do Peter I know Weller. him? The Rock. Where? You know him from The Rock, probably. You haven't seen The Rock, really. Uh, National I've Treasure 2? He was in National Treasure forced you to watch that movie a hundred times. What's that? What is it about? The Rock with Nicolas Cage and Sean Connery? No, I've never seen that. Oh, fucking shit, you haven't no, seen it. Alcatraz! Dude, I've uh, no, you've, you've seen, seen it. We've been together no. in the same room watching Stevie. it. God damn you. Earlier today, he said something, too. He told <laughs> the kids, he was like, yeah, she used to ride a skateboard when we, when we were dating. Or she used to ride my skateboard when we dated. It was cool I'm like, I've... I'm like, I've never seen you skateboard. A skateboard penis. Ever. I met my penis. Oh, is that like a, like, like a Beyonce reference? I'm like, no. Your skateboard. 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 Give Jessica a congratulations on the podcast. Oh, yes. Congrats to my friend, Jessica Abbott. Woo. What is she now, Stevie? She graduated from the Navy. Seaman. <laughs> <laughs> but we're good so proud of you, Jess. Woo. Jess is a longtime friend of ours. Been on the podcast a few times. We go. She's our drinking buddy that we go out with that throws up on us. We appreciate. Oh, yeah. it. That was one time. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. That was a good time. That was, that was a good time. Sure. I still have that jacket. I didn't throw it away. I still have it. I still wear it. <laughs> Actually, I let somebody borrow when I was in Chicago. Uh huh. Like, okay, like when I was just a little random tidbit, I took an Uber pool. An Uber pool is fantastic, by the way. That's everybody? Um, yeah, people. it's like um, like if I order an Uber pool, like uh, between. You're hopping a ride with a bunch of people or whatever? Just like one other like pickup, I think. Oh, okay. Um, excuse me. Excuse me. Uh, sorry, excuse me. But what? No, sorry, I was burping. That shit was just. Um, like uh, I remember, well, because um, even though you have to pick somebody else up, yeah, it, your commute might take a little bit longer, but uh, it's a lot cheaper significantly. So like cool. a ride that could be like fifteen bucks, it's only three dollars and twelve cents. That's what's up. And that's all, like all I've been taking. Man, I ran up my credit card so uh -huh. fucking bad just with Uber. There's just one that I just used for Uber, and oh, I have some other shit, but yeah. yeah anyway. Yeah. Uh, I just remember I did an Uber pull. The first time I did it, there was these, like, two girls. I guess they were coming back from something. Yeah. And by that, I was already drunk. I was, uh, where was I coming from? Like, some party or something. And, uh, like, they're like, oh, we're gonna go get something to eat. You want to come? So, like, when they drop them off, they dropped them off first. Oh, they invited like, you oh, Yeah, like, awesome. want to come? Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, sure, why not? And I was just telling them, they were, like, apparently they were flight attendants. Um, they're, uh... Uh, living in Chicago, but they're from Texas. Uh, oh, okay. Actually, yeah, I got their Snapchat, so I'm like... I Kept in contact, yeah. That's kind of cool. That's a very uh, travelerish of you. Yeah, th that's like... Usually, oh. I have single-serving friends when I ever oh, travel. Very <laughs> fight club of you. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, I did that like through my whole trip, you know, like... Is this there's like Newman? People? Oh, uh, uh, was it... Uh, I'm trying to think of fucking... Toy Story. You got a friend in me. Babe, did you ever see women like that? And you think the exact same thing? Like what they're talking about? 
No. Right? Because you're Mexican, right? So all your aunts were hoochie shit like that all the time? No. But like, how could someone, like, she doesn't even look that fucking bad. But is it just because she's in a small town, do you think, that people already assume she's a hooker? Or what do you think? Can you not see over the thing? What's that? You can't see over no, the thing. No, 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 it's cool. Because uh, I just like reading the captions. Who was... Because um, I know the girl from another movie. I just can't... It's not coming to me. It wasn't never any story, was it? I don't think so. But yeah, I know something else other than There's Casper. something else, yeah. I don't want to... I'm just going to look it up. Babe, do you know him from History of Violence at Harris? Is that where you're thinking of him from? And Vigo, right? Yeah. Isn't Vigo in there also? No, that doesn't sound familiar. Um, shit, man. I... What? The little dark haired girl? Oh, Radio with Cuba Gooden Jr.? Mm, maybe. I'm trying to think of what you, you might have thought him in. Enemy at the Gates? Stepmom. You probably saw that bullshit. Oh, bullshit. yes. With uh, Julia yes. Roberts and, yeah. I like Julia I'm Roberts. I'm sure you saw that bullshit. I saw that at work. Is it just me or they, is that, um... Oh, they look. They do look alike. No, because it's uh, like under the same profile. Like, because I went to the oh, cast. That's, no, that's for sure. Uh, Amanda Siegfried, right? Yeah, Siegfried. Yeah, yeah. I've seen they someone fucked up because it looks so much alike. Who does the continuity? Like, how do you get that job? You know, just like to look up shit like this. <laughs> January first, nineteen eighty-two. So she's like my age. What's her name? Jessica Wesson. Oh, she was a home improvement. She was in Flipper also. Flipper might be where I know her. No funny, long shot. Was that <laughs> it? Boy Meets World? She on Check? I think I remember her from there. It says home improvement, Brad's first girlfriend. She didn't do much after she. After yeah, I guess not. So, yeah, Boy Meets World. I think that's where I know her from. She wasn't Boy Meets World. See? Oh, okay, gotcha. Or home improvement. Maybe home improvement, yeah. Yeah, she's in home improvement. She was Brad's first girlfriend, apparently. Did you have a crush on any of the home improvement boys, babe? Uh, yeah. An owl? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Al Borland? I don't think so, Tim. Wilson? Hey, Flash. Hey, nice. Who is he fighting? Reverse Flash? I remember those microwavable dinners. Mm-hmm. For some reason, when I think of microwavable dinners, I think of watching Fable Goes West. Cause really? I don't know why. Just I remember when we watched it. It was at uh, the little house right here. Where we like that's that's the new house. Yeah, yeah. yeah huh? And uh, I remember like watching, and we had microwavable dinners. So I don't know why it sticks out. What I remember from Fable Goes West or Fable? <laughs> what happened? What did you say? He said he said his mom died before he was born. And she goes, I think that's impossible. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty funny. Like I said, steal that joke. <laughs> that's a great joke. Oh,
Who does he look like? That kid looks like somebody. He looks like the the, the goofy guy from Ferris Bueller. He has a little like a little baby bit. Eyes. I can see that. Yeah. You know what other movie I remember being a kid and seeing the movie and I wanted it to like oh whatever uh, uh, Little Giants. With Rick Moranis and Ed O'Neill. Oh, huh. <laughs> That's him. Yeah. Is that anything? The same shit. Did you ever watch movies when you were a kid, and what did it like appear in your mind? Like, huh? I wonder why there's no Mexicans in this movie or whatever. Um. Yeah, I want to say that there is, like... To me, it didn't hit me until way later. Like, you know, I was... Like, looking back and then yeah. realizing, like, wait, why is it... Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I remember growing up, it wasn't a big thing. Like, yeah, movies are with white people. I mean, do you think black people feel the same way when they watch most popular movies have nothing but, you know, white people starring role? Do you think it's it, it, it's like that? For, for the same way we were? Well, I mean, like, I don't know, because, like, even, like, with all the movies that we used to watch... You know, because, like, like, my dad exposed me to, like, all this stuff, you know. But um, we used to watch a lot of, like, Antiflas movies and, mm-hmm. you know, just, like, a lot of, like, yeah, but, I mean, black and white Mexican movies. So, No, that's not what I mean, though. Or, what yeah. I mean is because we're watching movies with kids casting that don't have any representation of yourself. We're watching... There's no people watch. of color, right? We're watching gotcha. Goonies. We're, no, no, those people of color are just not Mexicans. There's They have at least one white person and one Asian person. But there's never any, there wasn't any, yeah, you have Goonies, you have, uh, you know, Monster Squad, you have these, even E.T., you have these movies where they're, um, you know, kids in the neighborhood, and you don't feel feel represented, but you don't even think about it till, I mean, it never occurred to me, when I'm watching Milk Money when I was a little kid, oh yeah, I, you know, this, I was this, I was like this kid growing up, whatever the fuck, you know? Do you think that forms like a systematic racism, the fact that it's implanted? Well, it is systematic, that's exactly what it is. And then, uh, you know, the fact that it's just imprinted. Uh, yeah, okay. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you think, babe? Well, look at the beer. 30 more minutes. 30 more minutes. What do you think? Do you ever feel not represented when you were a kid? No, I never thought about it. It never um, occurred just, to you, right? Yeah, no. So you're older or it still doesn't hurt? Not until right now that you mentioned it. And then I looked and there was like no... Only white people. Oh, there's a little black. Girl. Yeah, there's always either but a black person or an Asian person. Maybe I thought I was white too. Girl. Yeah. Did you ever even notice that you were? Well, see, you went to um, uh, uh, public school though, right? Because I remember my for elementary, I went to a private school where it was only like white people at that school. You know, a few whites, a few black. I mean, all whites, maybe a few blacks, and the only other Mexican kid was the janitor's son who they let go there for free. And, and, and he was older than me, too, so it didn't matter. But I, I remember I went to school where I was like, oh, yeah, I guess that makes sense because I don't see white people around, you know, my neighborhood or whatever. Or, or I'm, or, not my neighborhood, or my school, you know what I mean? But so I, it's a little different. But if you went to a public school, obviously you're going with nothing but blacks and Mexicans for the most part. Mm-hmm. And you didn't, you didn't see it like, oh, I wonder why they don't show us or whatever. No, never, never crossed my mind. And I remember in elementary school, there was a class for um, Hispanic kids who didn't speak English. Right, yeah. Mm -hmm. Which I thought was weird. Like, how do you not speak Spanish? 
Or why would no, they even have like, a class? How are you in a country where you don't know the language or anything? How difficult is it for uh, someone coming over brand new? I mean, because you never think about it because Spanish is obviously so easy for us. But, like, yeah, imagine fucking going to China and, oh, I have to learn fucking... I was like, how do they not know English? Like, it was just weird. I don't know. Okay. It's very racist of you, but you're a little kid, so. Okay, I'm sorry. And then I was kind of jealous that I wasn't in the class. I'm like, I speak Spanish. Looks <laughs> <laughs> like Dance the Menace. Do you ever have curly hair? Besides your beams or anything? Um, no. Never um, changed it differently? Like a perm or whatever the fuck? A perm? A perm? Jerry no. curl? My cousins used to do that. What, perms? Yeah. Oh, this stuff smells so bad. But didn't Patty do the same thing? I don't remember. I don't give a fuck about her. put like a million rollers in your hair and stuff. What movie is it? Crimp. That's the term, right? Crimp? Oh, I, I remember, like, yeah. Right here. That, that's how I remember Patty when she was younger. <laughs> what movie did you guys see where you're like, oh shit, there's a Mexican dude in it, or a Mexican kid in it that. Oh, the big green? The Mexican? That's right. You know what? That's a great fucking point, because that was, and he wasn't even Mexican, he was from El Salvador, but. Right, right, right. But I remember that was the first time I saw, like, oh shit, there's a Hispanic dude that I can identify with. 100%. That's but even the situation where he was, like, being, like, all put down or uh-huh. whatever just because he was, like, you know, like, the Mexican kid. I remember I thought I had to do it. I remember I thought I had to know how to play soccer really well because that's what was expected of me. I remember I had to, like, I almost felt like a, a pressure to, I didn't even really like soccer, and I had to, I joined a team just so I could get better at it. it just yeah. because I felt there was, like, a stereotype I had to live up to. Because it's systematic. It's yeah. like kind of like implanted even before you can realize. Good call on the big green because I really do think that was the first time I felt like, oh, I think oh you so. know what? And you know, the second one was Mighty Ducks 2 when Mike Fatar was in that film. And his Fittar. name was Louis, Luis Mendoza or something like that. <laughs> and he was like the fast kid that couldn't stop, remember? Um, shit. He's the guy from the Sandlot. But he yeah, was, I remember yeah. Mike Fatar just because of Patty saying, right. I was right. going to say Sandlot was one for me. Sandy, right? what, Benny the Jet Rodriguez. Oh, was that yeah. before? But that's why I wasn't sure if it was before Big Green. Or after it was around the same era ish, but it was probably before. That like maybe ninety three, ninety two. Right? That big kid? Big the kid. little fat kid. Is yeah, the big Hamino. The one with the freckles? Uh-huh. Yeah. He was in the big green? Yeah. That's right. Oh yeah. uh, uh wait, which one um from um heavyweights? Uh was it um He was I mean, the big. Yeah, he was my Yeah, th- yeah. Th- that's what I was saying. I just don't know his name. Yeah, but you're right. You know what? Prior to the Sandlot was, I think it was, I, you know, I have to undo it, but I think that was prior to the Big Green. Around the same time, but yeah, maybe the Big Green might have been the first one where, uh, where like, you know why? Because cause in the in the Big Green, he was a natural immigrant with an accent. Oh, okay. And okay. it was a little a little bit different, and the Sandlot was the first time, and ironically, it was set even earlier. It was set in the 50s, right? The mm-hmm. 60s? Uh, 50s, actually. Was it 50s? Yeah, it was 50s. Because I remember uh, one of the stories, one of the guys went away from the 60s when he got into the hippie bullshit. Oh, that's right. You're right. You're right. Good call. So I remember um, thinking like, oh, that's perfect because he doesn't have an accent. He's being, I mean, a Benny Jet Rodriguez. He's supposed to be a Mexican kid. And he's just a regular, he just happens to be this ethnicity. But he, 
but it doesn't have anything to represent with his. Uh, it doesn't matter the fact that you know he happens to be Mexican. He's an American kid with a Mexican heritage, and I remember like, hey, that's that's the for probably the first one where I was like, oh, that's representative to me, or whatever. Like, you know. Or and he was actually it made the, you uh, like conscious of it, right? And he's essentially the star of it. I thought that was very progressive. Now that I think about it, that's pretty progressive for it back then, you know? Hmm. You never saw it before. Right. This kid's making out in the background. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Gwen. When what what are you what what movie that you see that's representative of a Hispanic character that you identify with? Thanks. That's This is goddamn war. In that line, son, son of a bitch, Johnson. Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> was he talking about President Johnson? Oh, uh, Lyndon Johnson, yeah. But was he talking about that, or was he talking about just some random dude, you know, who knows? No, I think it was, it had to, Cause it had I, to have been Johnson. Yeah, right, but the way I, I feel about that part, like, if it is, it's so ridiculous over top, because it's not like, if I were to hit Jackie right now, I'm trying to put myself in a situation, like, oh, I'm sorry, Jackie, it's just... In Iraq and that line from bitch Obama, <laughs> like I wouldn't I, say that, right? Would I? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, because the guy was an asshole. So. Yeah. What are they doing? I don't know. I'm trying to figure it out. Picking flowers or some shit. Oh, bird watching. Oh. Oh, this is when he starts to fall for her. Like, hot bitch knows about birds. I mean, like I'm already falling for her. That's what's up. Did it get uh, progressively better for you as, um, were you starting to look for it once you noticed it? What? Like Hispanics and TV oh stuff like movies. that oh yeah absolutely like once you realize uh the like does gentrification still apply uh, the pattern you know because it it well like yeah it is systematic so you can mm-hmm. kind of look for like the formula you know like in right that you watch so yeah absolutely once I thought that it was there you know I would like notice it everywhere well sometimes I notice it where like mm-hmm. it isn't like okay they just put that in the formula. Because they need to now, they they feel like they're forced to represent the Hispanic culture or whatever. Right. I felt that way with uh, in late nineties and early two thousands with the oh shit with uh, the Star Wars films when they shoehorned in Jimmy Smith's character. You know, oh okay, good. Gotcha. I really did feel like oh, okay, well, you know, I've never seen Mexican in the Star Wars films at all, and now all of a sudden you have one, you know. Sí, señor. Maybe what movie did you watch where uh, did you see that? Yeah, I saw the light. Maybe what movie did you see um, that you're like, oh, this is a good movie that I feel represented in or whatever? I don't know. 
know. I've been, I don't watch movies and things stuff like that. I just watch it and just watch it. I don't get too deep. Sorry. What are you doing? Right me? Yeah. I'm talking to you. Are you? Yes. You're not even looking at me. You're on your goddamn phone. I'm talking to you. Have I stopped talking? Please. We're on the podcast. Can you have focus your attention, please? I am. How? Your phone's literally in your hand. You, but you can't put I, your phone down at I least you? two minutes. You can't put it down for two minutes while you have a conversation. A loaf goes to the bathroom. You're asking me questions like, oh, do you, did you, whatever you ask me right now, I know. I'm yeah, reverse it. Go ahead. You, t- you ask me questions. Okay, what was the first movie you saw where you felt you were being represented? I hate you so much. Oh, my God. Look at you. You're like half asleep. No, I'm half asleep listening to you. Did you ever think you were going to, um, like, oh, you don't feel like cooking, let me just buy fucking microwave dinners or anything like that? All the time. To this day? Yes. Is that where you have so many cup of noodles? Yes. <laughs> Do you think after I get off work that yeah. I'm going to come home and cook? And don't forget the gym. You got to go to the gym after. And I got to go to the gym. Yeah, I do. I mean, I sure don't feel like it. But then again, I, I wake up earlier than you for work, and it's a little different. Like, your first, my first break is when you're literally about to barely start, right? I think so. Yeah. But you get out earlier than me? Um, on yes. five. No, no, I do, yeah, 10 hour days with a half hour lunch. And you do eight hour days. Yes. With a two hour lunch. But I gotta take the kids to school. And I'm I not saying you're not shit. I'm not saying that you don't have stuff to do, but I'm definitely saying that I, my, my shit is harder than your shit. You always send me bathroom selfies. Yeah. You're always on social media. So? <laughs> what does that do to me? What does that do to me? Whatever. So how's your job harder than mine? <laughs> All right, we're going to end up in a little bit. We're going to finish this uh, podcast. Any, any last-minute topics you guys want to bring up? We're already at the two-and-a-half-hour mark. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. That's true. Last minute topics anyone wants to bring up? I thought we did a pretty good job covering it. And this is pretty much how it went, how I thought it would go. Like, oh, yeah. moving in the background while we're, we're talking, whatever. It's pretty good because it, it sparks up stuff. A hundred percent, yeah. Stevie's arguing with me. Uh, that's not true, I'm not. Get it? What? <laughs> Where he is? <laughs> it's fine. Why aren't you used to us fighting and bickering back and forth? Well, it's not really that. I just don't want to hang out. have, like, know, a video. So. <laughs> have you ever been around another, uh, a couple who, who, is Frankie and Shane, do they, do they, uh, bicker as much as we do? I want to call that bickering. Because they've been together a pretty long time as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Are there, I know they're listeners, too, so shout out to you guys. Thank you for listening. Got to have them back on. Yeah, I, I really would like love to, to yeah. Oh, uh, uh, like, like to the point where I'm like, shit. Like, like with you guys, like, um, like, uh, if anything, I just, like I said, I just try to defuse the situation. Oh, you shouldn't though. You should let it burn. You should put gasoline. <laughs> on. You should put like, gasoline on that fire. Well, somebody, please think of the children. <laughs> yeah, Fuck the kids. Do you guys ever? I do remember. Do you ever do that, babe, when you're like, oh, you know, uh, like, you're just so angry, and you're like, man, fuck, fuck our kids. What? You ever think that? No, never. Yeah, me neither. Anyways, moving yeah, on. Yeah, right.
He's talking about boobs. I just remember yep. this part. I'm like, this guy's so cool. How old was she when she filmed this, do you think? Uh, Melanie Griffin? Yeah. It had to be in her early 30s, mid-30s, right? 35. And uh, Yeah, 35. Let's say, just 30s, right? How would it be, like, imagine you're, babe, if you don't mind me aging, you're 31 right now, right? You yes. look like you're 21. Uh, but imagine being in front of a class and being the center of attention sexually for, for a bunch of kids. No, but that's different, though. Like, she's a prostitute. <laughs> She's not playing. It's a little different. I wouldn't be comfortable, personally. Me neither. I mean, I still want to see it. Like, look, she, the teacher's making a big deal out of it, whatever. It's a safety issue. And what was his deal with, like, oh, yeah, I guess I have to uh, teach this class real about real sex ed, right? So that the girls think he's cool. Uh, I guess, yeah. Well, what? Look at all these people writing it down. Like, what the fuck? He just drew a big cock on her. What the fuck? Okay, one more time. Any last minute uh, things to bring up? Oh man, I wanted to minutes? reference something. I completely forgot. My mind just went blank. Shit. I forgot. Man. Cool, man. <laughs> That's all I got. How about you, babe? That's all I got. I forgot. Just congratulations again, Jessica. Alright, guys. Uh, I guess that concludes this episode of Snooze and Booze. This was a lot of fun. I definitely want to do this again. This is. Um, I don't know, man. I liked it, like commentating on while wow, movies going on. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It leads to the typical. We should. We really should call this snooze and segues. You know, that's, that's, yeah, that's, 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 that's we uh, segue into little tangents of everything. But oh, that's fun. This is a great one. I I I hope to do these more again. What's the movies we need to watch again? Excuse me, Galaxy Quest for sure. We'll do that one. Yeah. Oh, with Sigourney Weaver uh -huh. and really Alan Rickman and uh -huh. yep. Oh yep. man. Tony Shalhoub, yep, yep. Sorry. What? That's <laughs> because I was yawning and I got a chill. Is that what that looks like? Mm. It looks so choreographed. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, guys, uh, one more time. This has been Snooze and Booze, episode 79, I believe it is. And we'll um, bring your tears. Bring your tears, fears, and I'm always right. Jackie's always wrong. Whatever.